0: Welcome to Betamax Rewind, the only podcast sponsored by Shaft Razors by Vic, because nobody wants to deal with a hairy dong. Here are two guys that definitely would befriend a bear in prison, Matt and Duck.
1: I can't believe she actually read it. (laughs) That was pretty good. I don't know if she knows what a bear is. I don't know if she knows what a dong is. (laughs) But, it's Matt, how are you doing, Doug? I'm good. I'm good. All right,
2: let's go ahead and jump right into it.
1: All right. And now, it's time for Podcast Housekeeping. My week,
2: I will go first. I left a important component out of the mother-wife dilemma you gave me yester- or yesterday, last week.
1: Okay. I should shall have- we re- Shall we remind the audience sure. what That what what that- that dilemma was that if your wife and your mother switched bodies and the only way that you could get them to switch back was you had to bang one of them.
2: Right. And my solution
1: was to roofie my mother in the body of my wife. And I should have said, I should have said that's not an option,
2: but what I should have added on to that was I should have roofied myself as well. Oh, okay. So so I would have no memory of that.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, Jane Mansfield Yeah Killed in 1967 while Rear-ending a semi-trailer Because Visibility was poor because somebody Was fogging from mosquitoes There were three <laughs> adults in the front seat They were all instantly killed The three children in, in the back seat Which belonged to her were sleeping And they lived One of those children, Mariska her- Hargitay Hargate from Law and Order. Bum bum. <laughs> yeah, that's not the one with iced tea. Yeah, it's it the is. one. Is it with iced tea? I believe so. SVU. Yes. All right. Yeah, I I was shocked. I did not know that.
2: Um, I was very surprised. Last week, uh, you again. I wouldn't say berated, but you talked down to me about the whole having an Android phone thing. <laughs> okay. So my mother was having a problem with her phone, an iPhone, and there both my mother and my wife were asking me to fix it. i like, I don't know. I don't deal with fucking iPhones. Okay. So rebooted it, didn't fix it, you know, logged out of the app, logged back into the app, that fixed it. And they said, Well, why did it happen? I'm like, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean just just be happy that I fixed it. That's, that's as far as
0: I can yes. go
1: with that thing. Yes. Uh the dad in the flash in the Justice League, I said it was Billy Cuttiff. Yes, Billy Billy Cundiff is a former NFL place kicker. The fellow that I was thinking of is Billy Crudup. Yes,
2: who played uh, Prefontaine, I believe, in the movie. There's Prefontaine. a couple people
1: that played. There's a couple people that played Prefontaine.
2: Yeah, there were two movies that came out right around the same time. Which yeah, I I, I just can't imagine that there's a huge demand for movies about him. <laughs>
1: But, well, you had, you, had, you had two Asteroid movies come out at the same time, yeah, different but the same. Yeah, but I think that's a little bit bigger of a, that's a wider net
2: draw-wise. I suppose, yeah. Last week, uh, we talked a little bit about how we did not understand how somebody could get a blowjob after a date where people didn't hit it off. Yeah. So I actually reached out to um that person in, in particular, and she says, yes, I call it a party favor and move on. <laughs> Jeez. But she said she no longer does that.
1: I want a party favor. <laughs> well, I've seen her eat an ice cream cone. Yes, you do. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, we talked about The Flash, how we both watched The Flash, and we failed to mention that at the end, spoiler alert, if you have not seen The Flash, skip fast ahead 30 about, seconds, yeah. About, yeah, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, that they brought back a bunch of alternate universe what's the what's the word I'm looking for the uh, multiverse supermans and you had Christopher Reeve and Supergirl in there and um you also had the never made Nicholas Cage from the Nicholas Cage Superman right and there's a funny story about that that Kevin Smith was on stage and he was telling this how he was writing the script for that and the I think producer or the head of the studio was questioning him about it, and wanted to have a Superman fight a giant spider. It was never made. And then that producer went and made the Wild Wild West with Kevin Klein and Will Smith. And what was in that movie? Giant spider. Yep. And what was Nicolas Cage fighting in the multiverse of this of the Flash? I did not even
2: catch that. Was it a giant spider? A
1: giant a giant spider. Okay. So, a little little inside Hollywood there. I thought that was pretty clever.
2: Uh, that, that's not the thing I thought you were actually going to talk about. I thought you were going to p- talk oh. about like, the, the very end, but that that's okay. It's not a big deal.
1: Oh, with George Clooney? Yes. I thought
2: what
3: that the was nice. The fuck?
2: Yes. So, poutine. I think I got the actual makeup of what poutine is a little bit wrong. It is a dish of French fries, cheese curds, topped with
1: brown gravy. Yeah, see, not a, I'm not a fan of gravy. Ever since I was a kid, never liked gravy on... My mashed potatoes or pot roast or anything. I, I got over pot roast to, to, when I was a kid. That was kind of a staple in our house. Okay. The old man would just, he that would, my job was to peel the carrots and cut them up and throw them in the crock pot along with potatoes and onions, and then he would throw a big hunk of meat in there. And then when we came home, we had a pot roast. I fucking hate pot roast. Just the smell of it fucking disgusts me.
2: I like it as long as it's not too dry. That's usually the problem, is it gets too dry.
1: You gotta just saturate it with ketchup. <laughs> not
2: ketchup, but okay, sure.
1: Okay, I okay, have I, nothing. I have nothing else for housekeeping. Okay, in in your
2: Android clip once again last week, the guy says you can use my basketball goal.
1: Yeah. That was kind of weird.
2: Yeah. I thought that was a little bit off. Um talked about Brian Cox. Does he do the voiceover for any fast food restaurants?
3: you could count how many sesame seeds there are on top of the hot and deliciously juicy quarter pounder or you could just eat them the hottest juiciest quarter pounder yet it's perfect made perfecter Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: yeah he, he's pretty much a whore
1: <laughs> yeah When is the last time you ate at mcdonald's uh ate in a mcdonald's been a long time last time i was in the
2: mcdonald's was two days ago to take a dump yep that'll come up in just a minute
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah i I think the only time i ever eat mcdonald's now is sometimes on the way home from the shangri-la i'll stop there for breakfast that's about it nothing else
2: okay uh john denver charlie rich discussion Mm -hmm. Uh, one of my two sons was familiar with john denver the other one was not okay uh john denver did indeed do christmas with the muppets
1: yes
3: on the first day
0: of christmas my true love gave me a so that's John Denver in a pear
1: tree. Yeah, we're not going to have to listen to the whole thing are we no that's Kermit. okay that's enough <laughs> that's enough
2: uh we talked a couple times about kiss last week uh huh and i said that the, my first exposure to kiss was on 321 contact and you talked about their movie this has little snippets from both of them all right <laughs> Showing the bef- behind the scenes stuff from
0: you know,
4: the we club. work under a lot of pressure. You know, We're, we have a responsibility of getting this show up every day, and we do. And there's a lot of things that can stand in the way of getting the show up every day. And here come
2: the clips. So we do it.
4: Child. No gratitude, need be voice. Your mind speaks to us. You're looking for someone, but it's not kiss. He was here. <laughs>
2: It's it, That movie's hilarious. It's so terrible. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. Uh, Linda Carter was 50 when Super Troopers came out. It's my age. Yep. Age appropriate. And then we have...
0: Waffle. Waffle. waffle.
2: At least one of these is legit. So, spoiler alert, there's more than one. <laughs> oh, So here's right. the first one.
1: No fatigue. I mean, a little bit. Oh, there's my waffle. Yeah can't really
2: question that one <laughs> but no. here, here's the second one have you ever done that like walked into some place and then you
1: end up going to the bathroom and you realize you have lipstick all over you uh, no I well I I <clears throat> when I worked at the gas station I um came to work and walked in and didn't realize that I had had a hickey on my <laughs> neck and the hickey was purely by accident you inquired about lipstick right so that does not count
2: Okay, okay, fine. Anyway, moving on.
0: Hey, man, what's new now? What's fucking new now?
2: Oh, yeah, I probably probably got to actually do
1: this part first. Sorry. That's okay. It's only been a week, Matt. Who
0: did it better? Was it done?
2: some of these are good some of these are not Um, All right. so here is the first one and it is me yes the end came very very quick he's dying for years (laughs) but the end the end was very quick
3: sure but uh, the end was very very sudden he was in intensive care for eight weeks yeah but I mean the very end when he actually died that was extremely sudden (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: yeah uh, next one's also me
3: beer <laughs> beer what don't you get <laughs> beer! <laughs> beer beer
1: beer <laughs> okay no what don't you get but
2: other than not it was not not terrible
1: yeah. and 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 the news on on uh what's his face danny masterson yep 30 years <laughs> 30 years yep <sighs> that's rough man yeah
2: um And he he'd got letters of support to the court in his sentencing from Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, um, the mom, um, the guy who played red and, uh, oddly enough, um, Gino
1: Ribisi. So Giovanni, Giovanni Giovanni Ribisi, not Topher Grace. Not that was kind of the thing. Like Topher Grace left before the show was done because. The rumor was, oh, he's too cool for that 70s show. No, I think he saw the writing on the wall with that dude, that he was a scumbag and didn't want anything to do with him. Right. Uh, the next one is you. You can, le- you can lead a horse to water, but you still got to step on a stool when you fuck it in the ass.
3: <laughs> you know that saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you still need a stepladder to fuck it in the ass.
2: <laughs> Pretty close. And, and you said that was in the third season of Milk. Is it? It is in the very last episode of Laudermark. Oh,
1: okay. Season season? episode 10.
2: (laughs) Uh, Next one is me. Littering and... Littering and... (laughs) Smoking reefer. (laughs) Yeah, smoking the reefer.
5: Littering and... Littering and... Littering and...
4: Littering and... Littering and... Littering littering and... and, uh,
2: Littering and... and, Okay, I I don't know why they did that, so... (laughs) Wasn't that good okay. anyway? All right. The next one is also me.
5: What is this? What is this?
0: What is this? What is this? What is this? Uh,
2: really working our way through those Eddie Murphy routines. Yeah. Uh, next one is also me. <sighs> da, 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 da 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 I do don't run, know, man. Run, run, the do, run, Sean run. Cassidy.
0: Okay
4: teenage heartthrob, Matt.
2: Yeah, the next one is you. Ooh, now some fun
4: for both of us. Oh, <laughs> uh, now some fun for both of us. Get back Get in the, the car! car.
2: <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, next one is me.
4: Open bar, dude!
2: Open bar, dude! Uh-huh. Uh, next one is also me. Hey! Hey! Bear fucker. <laughs> Yeah! Bear! Yeah!
0: Yeah! Yeah! Do you need assistance? oh
2: I had to leave in the sounds of the bear. Sure. Uh, the next one is you, which is so so ingrained in cultural awareness that you, you should be able to hit this one spot on.
4: I did it by watching you, Matt. <laughs> I learned it by watching you.
2: Learned, not did.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Uh, the next one is you.
1: Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs>
2: it's pretty good. Yeah. And then the last one is me. Is it the right? Is it right of the Valkyries <laughs> or right of the Valkyrie?
1: <laughs> and it is right of the Valkyries. Yeah, it is plural. Yes. yes. So uh, all I can picture is the helicopters whenever I hear that song. Mm-hmm. There's a t-shirt that I want to get that's got Charlie Brown in green fatigues and he's carrying a surfboard and it says, Charlie, don't surf. <laughs> okay okay it's from apocalypse I
2: know I know enough <laughs> it's like I smell I love the smell of napalm and then I know enough about it and I've yes. seen bits and pieces of it so
1: all right all right so call it uh look uh, you you had you had quantity but my German I think made it a tie
2: okay I'll I'll, I'll take that I'll, I, I will now move on to Amen. okay so we already heard it yes my big thing was I went on a short vacation with my wife down to the Bourbon Trail in Kentucky. And most of these things will be related to that. hmm It was supposed to be four couples. And okay. And of those couples, I had met three of the people before. hmm But I was a little bit worried because when it's couples like that, I'm just afraid I'm going to embarrass Jen. Not intentionally, just by who I am. Okay. (laughs) But a couple people had to cancel. So it ended up just being two couples, Jen's uh, college friend and her husband. Uh Uh-huh. And we went down there and first night, we, we drove down on Wednesday and then we met at a bar and then so we're at this bar and everything down there is bourbon related or whiskey mm-hmm. and we're at this first bar and we're just ordering a drink before we go to dinner and everybody's drinking straight bourbon or straight whiskey. I don't like that. So I ordered a whiskey sour mm-hmm. and I see them making it and they're kind of carrying it over and it's in a margarita glass. <laughs> okay. And then they put it, yeah. Here's your Shirley
1: Temple, sir. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how it made
2: me feel. But they had this machine, and this is 100% true. They had this machine that they stuck it in, and it foamed the top of it, and it printed an image on the foam. Really? Yeah. And to go with the fact that I was drinking this thing out of a margarita glass, the the picture was of somebody sucking a cock. So (laughs) that made me feel bad. Are you serious? No, it was actually a, like waves or some bullshit but oh all right but we go out to dinner and after we're done with dinner we're just walking around downtown louisville and we really have no plans we're just planning going back to the hotel because we have to get up the next morning for our actual bourbon trail and as we're walking down the street there is this lady she kind of reminded me of vernell in a way okay and she's sitting on She's sitting just outside this place. Oh, you guys should come in. It's like, oh, what? oh it's, it's a comedy club. It's the local comics are an open mic is tonight. And it's like, okay. I'm like, hey, do you think I could get on stage? And she's like, sure, why not? And not prepared. I have no routine ready or anything like that. So we go in and there is just nobody there. There's this, this place probably holds 200, 250 people. There's maybe 40 people there. And they're not at the front. They're kind of all spread out, which makes it even worse. There's almost as many comics there as there are people in the audience. But I go up and I talk to the guy who's introducing everybody. So, oh, you got to put your name in this little bucket. And every fifth person, we pull a non like signed up person out of it. I'm like, so I'm not even guaranteed that I'm gonna get on stage. And I said, listen, okay. I, I'm, I'm from Columbus. I'm just in town. I We were walking by. I saw this. I've, I've done this before. And he's like, okay, you know what? I'll get you on. I'll pretend to pull your name out. And so sure enough, first time since 2019, I got on stage. And considering the fact and? that I had no prep, really, I did decent. I did better than probably most of the people that were there to actually perform. And I just What had, jokes did you tell? Uh... Just ones that I had, but I I have one one little bit from it. So this is in the Louisville Comedy Club.
5: But this is actually the first time I've been on stage since COVID hit.
2: You know, COVID hit and all of us that were performers, we kind of just kind of shut down. Mm. And I did what everybody else did. So if you're a performer, it's COVID, what did you do? Collect unemployment. unemployment. Yeah, okay, I did that too.
0: Podcast. Started in
2: OnlyFans.
0: Oh. Wasn't
2: that successful Only had one follower It was my mom She had some nasty ass taste Let me tell you But 50 bucks is 50 bucks So Just a little taste start But I have to tell you, you know, this is the first time I've been on stage since we started the podcast. Okay. It has made it so much easier to be on stage. Really? I'm, I'm so used to talking into a mic and then just kind of going right. off script and doing whatever. And okay. There but it was it was weird because some of the people were good. Some of the people were not. And then there was a lot of people that were kind of in the middle. But Okay, beyond that, so. I'm I'm sure you know lots of people um, and you know lots of people who have gotten married and there have been people when they got married, you said, "Eh, I just, I I just don't see this working. And then you had, you see see other couples where they are the picture of happiness. They are that couple that other couples want to be like, because they are so good together.
1: Those people annoy me.
2: (laughs) But. Jen is this is the first time she's seen her friend in a couple of years and they're just kind of catching up and another one of their friends had gotten divorced and Jen had no idea. And this was a, a couple that I, I knew. I knew both of them. I still do know both of them. And basically what happened was he was having an affair with someone that worked for him that was 20 years younger than him.
1: Ooh, that's rough.
2: But his wife also worked with them. And this thirty-year-old, thirty-two-year-old, whatever, has two kids that are really, really super young, and it's like,
1: wow. <laughs> hope hope she it was must worth it. Sw- she, must, she must have been a sweet piece of ass.
2: Well, I, you know, we're talking about it, and I don't understand how it happened. I'm like, well, I haven't seen pictures of her, so I can't say.
1: Well, I'm under the assumption that people tend to stray from their marriage because they're lacking something. And somebody else is willing to provide that, provide that. But so I, it, it takes two people to cheat. It really does. It takes two people to fuck up a marriage. Most of the time, most of the time, there are times where you just have somebody who's a fucking asshole woman or man that just decide, yeah, this isn't for me. She, yeah, she provides everything, but I just don't love her because whatever she, Right. Uh, her, her tits aren't big enough. She's, whatever i eat she doesn't suck dick who knows but most of the time it takes two people to fuck up a marriage right and th- so then we actually go on the bourbon
2: tour thing and i'm not feeling great and we we go to the first tour and the tour we went we toured three different facilities and the first one was awesome the first one was really really good and then we went to another one and then we went to another one but it was a 45-minute car ride in this Mercedes van between them that had very, mm-hmm. very bad shocks. And mm-hmm. my stomach is just, eh, eh, it's not agreeing with me. So I, I actually pre this whole thing, made sure I took some Imodium beforehand, Uh huh. <laughs> helped try to bind myself up. But we're going to a one of the, one of the late, later ones that we went to and I'm trying to sleep in the van, because I figure if I sleep, I'm not going to shit. And I couldn't sleep because it was jostling us around so much. And I am i look at my phone, and I look at the directions to the place we're going, and we're still 35 minutes away. And I just kind of look at Jen, and I said, w- w- we're going to have to stop. <laughs> uh-huh. And she said, how bad is it? It's, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is going to be the thing that is like the remembered part of this trip. It's me shitting my pants in this van. (laughs) Oh God. But we went to, we stopped at a McDonald's and I ran and used their facilities.
1: Well, did you hear about the flight from Atlanta to Barcelona? No, that they got two hours away from Atlanta and somebody had uncontrollable diarrhea and like shit down the aisle. Mm. There's pictures of it online (laughs) and they, they, they turned that flight around. It was before they hit ocean but they had to turn that flight around and go back to Atlanta. That would fucking suck.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you're that guy forever. Yeah,
1: you're, you're that guy. Uh huh.
2: So the last thing from the bourbon trail is because I wasn't feeling great after we got back after the, the tour, I stayed in and Jen and the rest of them went out for dinner and Jen's friend that has known her for a long time. She said, "Is Matt Okay. As well as just stomach sucks? No, 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 no. I mean, just in general okay say more well he, looking back at all the pictures from the last couple of days
1: he, he just looks weird in every picture <laughs> he doesn't smile and oh, Jen's like that's his thing <laughs> that's his thing
2: <laughs> because i actually at one point caught her trying not jen but the other girl trying to like secretly take pictures of me
1: while you were smiling yeah <laughs> not gonna happen uh. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's your thing. You don't smile in pictures. It's kind of a dick move. But the last thing is, I'm
2: sure you've seen Facebook suggestions to you, people that Mm -hmm. are suggested to you. Mm -hmm. So there's this one person that has continuously popped up over the last couple months. He's always at the top of the list of Facebook suggestions. About five years ago, when I was working at NetJets. I was sitting at my desk, and I got a call on my phone, which is weird because I never got a call on my phone, and said, hey, just so you know, um, somebody hit a bunch of cars in the parking lot, wanted to let you know. Okay, fine, whatever. Thanks, bye. And then they called me back. They said, oh, yeah, your car was one of those cars. I'm like, well, you could have led with that. Yeah. So I go down, and my car was, the the bumper was torn off. Apparently, someone had gone to lunch and just gotten hammered. And came back to work and hit five or six cars in the parking lot. Wow. And he got fired immediately and arrested. Yeah, that guy's the number one on my Facebook recommendations for friends, which I thought was a little Mm -hmm. weird. And then the other one is Ricky's brother.
1: Which Ricky's, which, which brother? Jeff. Oh, the one that's, that's married to your ex. Yeah. And... Good okay. enough guy. I, I've never been suggested. I, I've never been suggested him before.
2: Yeah, I just and the thing is, I would put it out there, but he'd he'd go why, and I it's there's nothing against the guy. It's just it's just weird that he would come up because we don't travel in the same circles
1: at all. But you have some mutual friends. Not many. Well, and it's possible that he checked you out. Huh? That his wife said, "Can you check out?" <laughs> Matt, his page, see what he's up to. Just curious.
2: Still not smiling in any pictures. So that's it for me. No, Go ahead. No. Uh,
1: it's September. So every fucking day is Groundhog Day. It's just time, you know, wake up, time to make the donuts. I get really tired uh, of doing it. Um, but uh, because of COVID, uh, two weeks ago, and then my missus, It took her forever to fucking get fixed from COVID. I mean, she continuously had a fever up until two days ago. So I just, I haven't been drinking. I haven't had a drink in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Lost 10 pounds. (laughs) Wow. How much are you drinking, man? (laughs) Well, that's, that's the thing. It's, I was drinking kind of a lot, like five, sometimes six nights a week. Most times it was two cocktails. Uh, so yeah, or sometimes three cocktails, depending on the night. And, uh, I feel pretty good, man. I mean, there's a possibility I, I may have a drink tonight, but it's not one of those things where I'm really looking forward to having a drink. Whereas most nights I was kids go to bed Ooh, i get to pour myself some bourbon over some over some ice really looking forward to that two weeks go by yeah really not looking forward to that i'm i'm almost thinking of maybe embracing sobriety for a while and see what happens uh because i've been sleeping better and like i said um i had several people comment have you lost weight (laughs) like i don't think so so then I went and weighed myself, and shit, yeah, I lost 10 pounds. It's kind of crazy.
2: What's the longest that you think that you've gone without a drink since you started drinking?
1: Like, what age would you say? 21?
2: Once you started drinking consistently, like, it would be a weird week that you did not drink at all. So probably... Mm.
1: College twenty. I don't know. You know, I I really don't know because I think for a while there, before I had kids, it probably a couple of weeks that I wouldn't have a drink because I had no reason to drink. I had I, I didn't need to drown my sorrows of being having children. Longest I ever I I
2: didn't drink for a year.
1: I remember you uh, that. I remember that.
2: And uh, before you continue, I would be remiss if I did not address this. Uh, it was raised. To my attention that it is unexplainable and unforgivable that I have not used
3: work, 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 work. Help.
2: With you talking recently, so oh, that's right. from Sandy. Who Sandy, by the way, did not get the email apparently. So yes, anyway, continue. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then yesterday, working and come back to my car and I've, I've got two missed calls from my wife. And then all of a sudden I see a text that my youngest broke his wrist on the playground. And then she was on her way to pick him up at school and take him to the hospital. Hmm. So that was, that was great. That was at one 30 and they didn't get home until nine o'clock last night. So yeah, he's got a broken wrist. He's got a cast on his left wrist for six weeks. I, from all accounts, he was super brave trooper and asked lots of good questions and uh got some morphine, morphine so a little bit jealous there. And then he got ketamine, <laughs> a little bit jealous there. Uh, and when he woke up, I guess it was just kind of a comedy act. Just didn't know where he was, didn't remember breaking his arm. Rest he Just, you know, yes, wake up and go, I love you, mom, and then pass back out. But yeah, I was in fifth grade when I broke my my left wrist. So uh, I guess that's a, that's a Bertram family tradition.
2: Only thing I've no. ever broken was I broke my nose. I was at...
1: Did, uh, did it used to be smaller?
2: used to be straighter. But I was at uh, Buchek's house. And we were fucking around. And this was like the heyday of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he lifted me over his shoulder and like dropped me you know, what does I call a suplex? I think. Oh uh, yeah. Something like that came down and just, my nose wasn't, it wasn't bleeding. It was actually spraying blood. That's how much it was. Oh. I mean, it wasn't like coming out in like a pour. It was actually a geyser of blood. That's awesome. And got it fixed, whatever. And then didn't go home. And then I got home and I had, you know, blood all over my shirt and stuff. And what happened? Oh, we were wrestling. I think I broke my nose and my parents were pissed, so they didn't take me to the hospital.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was your punishment? Yeah.
2: <laughs> wasn't important enough to come home? You don't get to go to the hospital.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, really it. Fantasy I, I did football? Have an in- yeah, yeah, drafted a team. I mean, bleh. it's, nobody wants to hear about your fantasy football team. Nobody, like, when you wake up in the morning and somebody says, wow, man, I had a really bad dream last night. My reaction is, oh, and I just walk away. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your dream.
2: <laughs> Took me exactly one game to get my first game of the NFL season wrong.
1: What do you, oh, really? You called the Kansas City Chiefs?
2: Well, they were at home, re- yeah. you know, defending Super Bowl champions. Missing
1: and, their best offensive weapon and their best defensive weapon.
2: Well, also, they had one receiver that could not hold under the fucking ball.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched, I think, the first, almost the the first half of that game and, and went to bed, called it quits. It just, if it's not my team, I just, it doesn't give me the juice that it used to. It just doesn't.
0: Okay, ready so, to move on? Uh, yeah,
1: I am ready to move on.
0: Matt and Doug are at it again. Guess that sound and you are awesome. What movie will it be? I really
2: do. Okay, so this week is my week. So it's my mm-hmm. sound.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. And what? Oh. Did you pull an 80s sound?
2: I was supposed to do one from the year of the movie, wasn't I? God damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up again, didn't you?
2: No, I I did. But actually it was going to be something
1: different. But And what movie, what year did this movie come out? 7017. Alright. So this sound, and that's gonna be tough because you haven't cataloged a lot of sounds from 2017, right? meaning you haven't seen a lot of movies multiple times to go, oh, that sound is from that movie.
2: Yeah, I, I think this is, I think this week is, this is the most current film we've done. Possible. When, when was Solo? Actually, Solo was probably after this.
1: Mm, yeah, maybe.
2: Eh, whatever, doesn't matter. All right, so three clips... Um, Mm -hmm. I will explain to you why it's this one if you don't get it Um, but it wasn't going to be this one it was going to be something else so here's the first one Mm -hmm. don't worry about the trophy I have no idea. Okay, here is the second one. And just so you know, these are all right in a row, and the the hint actually leads into the reveal. The reveal is basically oh. just starts a second later. Okay, so here's the hint. This is DC
1: Metro Police. Identify yourself. I'm pressuring them. I'm pressuring their stuff. Return to the ground immediately. Okay, who's next? Nice. <laughs> Still no idea. Okay, here's the reveal.
0: Okay, was nice. Me, it's my oh, turn. Gosh, Seriously, what are you doing? Yeah,
1: Still no idea. Listen to the name. Okay, okay nice.
0: Me, it's oh, Spider. Seriously, what are you doing? Yeah, oh,
1: is this Spider-Man Far from Home or No Man. Way Home or First one? Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah.
0: Okay. It,
2: <laughs> I did it because of last week you did Spider-Man.
1: Ah! So clever. So clever. And
2: I wanted one with Flash, because this is when they're all in the elevator of the Washington Monument. Monument,
1: yeah. Okay.
2: So Uh, ready to move on?
1: What were you going to do?
2: I was going to do a Happy Death Day.
1: Yeah, well, I've never seen that movie. You should
2: watch it. Jen hates horror movies, and... She liked both of those. And the second one, which there was no reason for it to be made, is actually better than the first one. The first one is really well, good. The second one is awesome. It's really, really good. Okay. All right, so this is one, um, one of my favorite songs, probably a song you've never heard of before. It's from...
1: Um, hold on a second. Before we get started. Sure. Now that we we, we, st- we still kind of have the audience. <laughs> okay. I'm try- I'm thinking of a song. I don't know what the lyrics are. I have no idea, but it's like, and then it's like, uh, 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 uh. Do you know what song that is? Yeah. It's been driving me crazy all week.
2: Yeah, I know the song.
1: Okay. Who is it? I
2: I Google. Ah, 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 ah. I tried that.
1: <laughs> I tried. I tried. Uh. Uh. And uh. Uh. And uh. Uh. uh and, oh, 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 and I couldn't get it. I couldn't. I. Nothing came up. So. Uh, I'll,
2: I'll bring in some support here. So, um. All right. We, we'll know shortly. So now, can I okay. actually go with it?
1: Yes. Now you can go with your song. Your All right, precious and, song. And this was,
2: uh, like I said, it's one of my favorite songs of any of the American Idol participants.
1: Oh, jeez. Is this Clay Aiken? No. <laughs> no. Clay Aiken's for some dong.
2: <laughs> and this is the last time I get to use this bit. And I stuck with this bit for two two seasons. So I'm impressed there. So.
3: Of all the films Matt has picked, he went and chose one made to sick. Doug bitched and moaned, threatened to quit.
5: Like an old and battered wife, it's a flick bout a bear. Opened my heart and made me care It has you grand, who plays the clown He once got socked off by
0: Divine Brown Well, I never thought it could be as good
4: as all the folks A real, real good flick And I never thought I'd shed tears and less And drinking mad beers Pennington, Pennington, too
5: A story about an old book convicted as a bad cross Sentenced to the big house now he's going to try to escape to avoid all the ass rep, making
4: some friends in the jail. almost everyone thinks he's cool, Paddington 2.
1: Daughtry? Yep. Oh.
2: Paddington 2 was released sometime, oh, sorry, either in November or December of 2017. There's like four different release dates for it. Mm. I couldn't find one for the U.S., is written by Paul King and Simon Farnaby and directed by Paul King. Farnaby is best known actually as an actor and was Farns Monesby in Rogue One. Who's that? It's uh, X Wing Pilot. Ah. Uh, King is best known for the Paddington films. It stars Hugh Bonneville, best known for Downton Abbey. Did you watch Downton Abbey?
1: Uh, no, but he's also Q in the new Bond movies.
2: No, that's the voice yeah. of Paddington. That's Ben oh, Wishaw.
1: Oh, I would have thought that that's. I did it in the been? order that it was actually listed,
2: which is weird. Ah, okay. But, uh, no, Sal- I,
1: I, no I have Matt, 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 Matt. I have testicles, <laughs> therefore, I have not watched Doubt and Daddy Be Happy. Sally Hawkins, uh, best
2: known for fucking a fish in the shape uh-huh. of water. Haven't seen it. Brennan Gleason, best known for Harry Potter. And Hugh Grant, best known for getting blown
1: on the Sunset Strip, Ben. Who was wish- he dating? Who was he dating at that time? Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, yeah. Once again, she probably didn't suck dick.
2: Yeah, she still looks fantastic though.
1: Yeah, she does. And- Except she has like her teenage son take pictures of her. Yeah, that's a little creepy. That's a little creepy for some. To have Son, I need you to take some thirst trap pictures for me <laughs> that I can put on the gram.
2: But Ben Wishaw provides the voice of the lovable bear, is best known that's as Q.
1: Q. That's Q, yeah, <clears throat> from James Bond. Yes.
2: And there, there are a bunch of other well-known British actors, as well as many people from the Harry Potter series. And
1: I recognized a shit ton of them. Did not look them up, but I was thinking to myself, I bet a lot of these people were in Harry Potter movies.
2: And the voice of Aunt Flo was the one who played um, Aunt Lucy. Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. <laughs> um was the one who played uh, the mean woman who made Harry right into his hand. Can't remember her name. I have no I have no idea. Uh, made 228 Mo- million dollars.
1: Yes, go ahead. Most most of those Harry Potter movies I've only seen once. Okay.
2: It made 228 million dollars on a 40 million dollar budget. It has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 99 with critics and 88 with audiences. Uh, I already know the answer, but I still have to ask us: Did you see this in the theater?
1: No, I saw the first one in the theater with a kid or kids. I can't remember. And it was a rather enjoyable little family film. I don't remember much about it other than I think he comes down the stairs in a bathtub or something like that in the first one.
2: I've never seen the first one.
1: Oh, and um, I have not seen one second of this of this one. Right,
2: but I was going into this film with high expectations just because of everything I've read about it, everything I'd heard about it. But the, the movie starts and it's a studio canal or studioc anal, one of the two.
1: But like that, thought that was funny. Yes, that was good. Studioc anal. <laughs> so back in high school. <laughs> it is funny when you hear it, when you hear it come from somebody else, isn't it?
2: <laughs> back in high school senior year, I was in English class, and we were doing um, sentence construction breakdowns. Uh Uh-huh. And Steve Flash, not to be confused with (laughs) The Flash. Flash From Spider-Man. But he was uh, was up there, and he was writing his sentence, and it was about Venice, and it was about the construction of canals. Uh Uh-huh. And I went up, and I took the eraser, and I er erased the sea. Uh Uh-huh. And I got kicked out of the class for the rest of the semester for that. Did you really? I wasn't allowed to attend that class for the rest of the semester. The only day I could show up was when we had tests.
1: And how did you end up doing in the class? I got an A. But
2: Oh. But how does that work? And that literally I wandered the halls or just went into various study halls
1: for Is an that entire what you did? semester. Did you just went into Did you just went into the study hall? Do you even remember what you did? I left a lot Probably went and got chew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah.
2: So, anyway. Yes. The, it starts off with a uh, CGI a lower bear years,
1: a, a few bear years ago. And? and it, is that Victoria Falls? I have no idea. Uh, but there's t- two bears sitting on the bridge from Temple of Doom. Yep. Yeah. One of them takes out a
2: machete and threatens Ram. That's my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A couple of them are eating and shooting the shit about London, and the mom sees something. What does she see?
1: She sees a cub struggling on a log. I, and I don't know if this was in the first movie or not. I really don't know because I only saw that one once, and I think that one came out in 2014. Do you know how like
2: the bear hierarchy works? And that's probably a yep. bad question without more explanation. You got Papa
1: Bear and then you got mama bear and then you got baby bear.
2: It's too hot, too cold, just right. No, what I mean right it, is with with lions for example, there's ones where the with certain animals the protector is the female. And with certain animals yeah. it is the male. I don't know how it works with bears.
1: It's the female. It's the female that I think I think all the all the father male bear does is he's a sperm donor and then mom goes and fattens herself up on salmon and berries and then builds a den and then has kids and they emerge in the spring and, and and you have to, and they have to be very careful about the male bears because the male will eat the baby bears because he sees them as a threat to his hierarchy.
2: So this actually makes sense then, because I thought it was a little bit weird that the mama bear is getting lowered down.
1: As opposed to lowered up. Right. (laughs) Damn it.
2: (laughs) but she's saying
1: lower lower
2: and she, she she pulls the the papa bear off the bridge and the log yeah. goes over
1: and, oh no paddington's dead movie's over
2: <laughs> but the mama says she's afraid that they're not going to london they have yes a cub to raise uh huh and they're going to look after him and he likes marmalade the bear will go far and then the next scene is many
1: many years later is it many years later uh i would assume yeah i would think it's two or three years later i don't know Uh but anyway but he, yeah he's narrating he's a, a letter he's, he's and he's in a flat a london flat is that what you would call that no or is it a townhouse it's a townhouse is it a townhouse what's a flat then flat is one story ah uh. but i thought it was narrating a, a letter
2: to his mom it's not it's to aunt flo and aunt lucy i'm oh, but
1: they're in the retirement home, apparently. That's the last time I'm correcting you, just okay. so you know. Okay. <laughs> I know this is this is this your bit that for the rest of the movie that you're going to call her Aunt Flo? No, I actually, I call
2: Phoenix Phoenix Brown at one point, which I did oh. not mean to do. It's just the rest just, of, I, I, okay. of the Browns.
1: All right. I call, I refer to Hugh Grant's character as Buchanan, but I guess I could call him Phoenix if, if that is. No, it, it, makes
2: it's fine. It doesn't matter either way, but it, it sucked because I, I couldn't. I, I referred to Paddington as just P because it's either, easier than writing yes. out Paddington each time. Yes. But, but I couldn't do that with Phoenix because Phoenix no. also starts with P.
1: That's, I just have him as B in my notes. So, okay. Right off the bat, this entire movie is very Wes Anderson like. I could see that, sure. I mean, and. I really wanted to like this movie and okay. I'm just going to just kind of put it out there, but this was a terrible movie to watch for the first time while taking notes for a podcast because you miss so much. Cause I have a shit ton of notes. There's what? a lot going on in this movie. Yes, there is. Yeah. And so it, it, it took away from a lot of the enjoyment of this movie. I could see myself really, really liking this movie. And don't get me wrong. It wasn't a bad movie. It was just, it was, I was disappointed that I couldn't soak in the Wes Anderson au jus because I was busy taking notes for it.
2: I was impressed with some of the production they did, with how they seamlessly changed from live action to pop up book to drawing. Mm -hmm. And it looked very, very well done, like a higher budget film.
1: They said that the amount of special effects, the, the amount of hours was the entire lifetime of a 75-year-old man. <laughs> That's how many hours of SFX went into this. All right. But
2: Paddington is in London, and he says he's getting the hang of things. And we, we see some things that show that he's really not getting the hang of things. He's He has two electric toothbrushes, and what is he doing with them?
1: Putting them in his ears and other places one goes up his ass (laughs) the other goes in his pee hole they touch tips And he does what does he do last though oh i don't know his teeth which oh okay (laughs) really want to lead with that i think (laughs) yeah yeah
2: but he is with a family the brown family which i'm assuming was introduced in the first film
1: yes they are in the first film uh paddington thinks that mr brown is 80 years old
2: Right, and he jumps down in some old bag. He's going to leave, and some old bag stops him. And Yeah,
1: okay, is is that Mrs. Brown's mom or, or Mr. Brown's mom?
2: I think it is Mr. Brown's mom, because her last name is Brown.
1: Ah, that would make sense.
2: But she does the old coin-behind-the-ear trick. Yes. Paddington goes out, and he gets picked up by a lady on a bike. Mm-hmm. Then he tells somebody that they forgot their keys, and it's just a very rapid introduction to a lot of different characters that will kind of cycle in and out through the rest of the film.
1: And again, I don't know if these people were in the first film or not. No clue.
2: But everybody knows Paddington, including the woman at the paper stand with the parrot. And it's yes. two map movies in a row with a parrot.
1: <laughs> what was the first one? Uh,
2: Mosquito Coast. Arthur. Arthur the parrot. Oh,
1: Arthur the parrot. Yes. And what's, what, what is his final vehicle that he gets on? Garbage truck. A garbage truck.
2: And he's testing the garbage man. What is he testing the garbage man on?
1: Mm, who is in Trashy Lady? <laughs> no.
2: Roots. How to get from the point movie. A to point B.
1: Oh, I was going to say with LeVar Burton. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
2: But M- Mrs. Brown.
1: Uh, does, does the garbage man get his foot cut off? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cold, man. It's cold. <laughs> well, that's what happens to Kunta Kinte. I've never seen roots. roots. I I remember it very vaguely it was must-see television mm-hmm. uh when I was a kid and that's the only thing I remember I think it's Lavar Burton who is Kunta <laughs> Kinte. It's Lavar Burton, yes. gets his gets his toes chopped off so he couldn't run. Wait, who was it again? Kunta Kinte? No, who the actor? Lavar Burton? Okay, you said it you said
2: it normal that time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did I say before? You you just you put the L- emphasis on the Lamar syllable. <laughs> Lamar Luttrell.
2: <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> we've adapted the the javelin to his limp wristed throwing style. <laughs> but,
1: and then we cut his foot off. <laughs> Mrs. Brown, who I refer to as the fish fucker for the rest of this film. Please don't, why? Because that'll get annoying. It'll just get it'll get fucking annoying. Just call her Mrs. Brown. Oh God, not.
2: Control F, fish fucker. <laughs> found 53 examples <laughs> replaced oh, she's what is she preparing to do
1: swim the channel yes uh, because she's she's bored from in, from writing adventure stories
2: and she's also a cartoonist all right and then there's the two kids I refer to them as the sister and the brother
1: same here I daughter and son and the daughter got dumped by her boyfriend so she decided that she's going to start a newspaper and the son was in two trains but he's not anymore because it's not cool. Yeah, yeah, I
2: understand that. Doctor Who, yep, same thing. Yep, got it. <laughs> Kid's worried about his image. <laughs> it's not going to be a trim. No, Talking about steam no. engines.
1: <laughs> and now you come full circle and yeah. And there's right. The dad's at work. Yes.
2: And he did not get a promotion.
1: Right. It's like Michael Douglas expecting to get a promotion in... Falling what, down. The mic. No, the Michael Crichton movie anymore. Uh, yeah, where he's standing in the crowd—that's—that's that's not how you do things. You don't just make the announcement to the group that, hey, guess what? One of you is going to get a promotion, and I'm going to tell everybody right now. That's not how it works.
2: And generally, no, because no. people can get pissy about that. But he starts going through a midlife crisis, and he's uh, yeah. painting he on he his buys hair. a Porsche. <laughs>
1: he buys a Porsche.
2: I had that Porsche for many years. doing yoga and all these things all these things that are being mentioned the newspaper the 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 train the swimming the English channel the yoga all this stuff is going to come back later yes it is but he's also a friend Paddington is also friends with a dog and what is the dog's name?
1: oh it's tramp
2: no
4: what's the dog's name? Max hey Janelle what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking is he okay? Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. Where are you? Your foster parents are dead.
2: Yeah, the dog's name was Wolfie.
4: Oh,
1: <laughs> all right.
2: But, uh, but it's a,
1: it's, a, it's a homeless dog, right?
2: Yeah. A, is there such a thing as a feral dog? Because I know there are feral cats. Ah. Uh.
1: I don't know. I, I think all dogs have some sort of cool personality, whereas feral cats are just dicks and will bite your finger and give you infections.
2: Regular cats are dicks, though. I mean, I, I can't count the number of times I've, I've seen videos of cats punching people.
1: <laughs> yeah, you ever see the videos of the the where the cat is eating and somebody puts a cucumber behind it? Oh yeah, and it jumps up. Yeah, those are awesome. For some reason, cats don't like cucumbers. Well, that
2: and. There's so many videos where there will be a cup or something just off of a ledge, mm-hmm. and the cat will go up there and look around and just knock it over. Yeah, cats are dicks. But he, he, being Paddington, goes into an antique shop, and he touches, a, I think that is a, a it's, it's not a Tesla coil. It's one of those metal balls they had in high school where the you, you touch it and your hair stands up.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what that is.
2: I thought this was his job. It's not. He's actually looking for a gift for Aunt Lucy. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I thought so, too. But wh- where have we seen this guy, the antique store dealer? He was Indy's boss in uh,
2: Kingdom uh, of the Crystal Skull. Uh,
1: yeah, okay.
2: And his, his boss is also Hans Gruber's brother. What? His name is Mr. Gruber.
1: I thought that was Jeremy Irons.
2: Well, he's you can have more than one brother. <laughs> But uh, okay, he has some. He's pitching all these different potential gifts for Paddington's aunt. The first one is some stupid monkey toy. And how old is his aunt turning?
1: Uh, I don't know. Hundred. Hundred. Yep.
2: And his okay. uncle is dead. And then it's, okay, roller skate and no fruit hat. No. And then Paddington finds a book. And what is this book called? Not the actual title of the book, but what did they refer to it as? a popping book. Why do the English call things stupid things? Popping book don't, chips I, I, crisps. something to do
1: with something to do with their bad teeth maybe. I'm not sure.
2: Danger noodle. That'll come up again later, but Paddington, Paddington thinks the book is wonderful and his aunt has always dreamed of coming to London and there's a really cool shot where it actually shows the aunt walking through the popping book like it yes. is real. Yes. And then It kind of reminded me of Inception with the pages turning.
1: I've only seen Inception once.
2: Well, there's all the buildings that kind of like, you know, kind of come Uh, over. Yeah. yeah." But there's Big Ben, Parliament. Paddington thinks that this would make the ant very happy. It's perfect, but there's one problem with the book.
1: Well, he only has the one coin that the old bag gave him. And the antique dealer says, you'll need a thousand of those coins to buy this book.
2: Expensive book. And he starts pushing the monkey again. But he Paddington is certain that the book is a solution and he will get a job. So where is mm-hmm. his first job?
1: At the barber shop.
2: And he he's not he's not a barber. He is just he just cleans up and he's got a brush and he's talking to it. And a customer comes in and asks him to tidy it up. Uh,
1: oh, I'm not the bar I'm not the barber. Well, just I'm I'm just here to tidy up. And the guy says, Well, that's all I need.
2: And he can't and handle scissors or a razor, and God forbid, he he tried to use a straight razor. Yes. You ever get shaved with a straight razor? <laughs> no. But did not. the guy has fallen asleep as Paddington is continuing to kind of like zoom around
1: the room. Well, be- he turns on an electric razor and right. it has a cord that is what? 150 feet long? <laughs> well, that's normal. He's vibrating around and a plant lands on his head and the cord is wrapping all around him and the phone rings and he goes to answer the phone and the vibrating razor is getting him closer and closer and closer to the back of this guy's head until he runs out of cord.
2: Yeah. And I said, apparently the razor has the longest cord in the world, but it, he accidentally takes a little off the back and then he gets caught up in the fan, Indiana Jones style. Yes. Yes. And outside of the haircutting place, there's a mom that's fighting with her son because he doesn't want to get a haircut. And she says there's nothing to be afraid of. And then as if on cue, Paddington is thrown against the window and
1: kind of slides down. Yeah. But. Hey, yes. Paddington we'll go is. Somewhere. We'll, we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> and, and he's using his marmalade to, as glue to stick the hair back on the guy's. Head?
2: Yeah, because he gave him a, a reverse Mister T. Yes, and he he runs his hand after P- 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 the Paddington does that. The guy runs his hand through his hair, and it comes off. And he says, "What is that?"
1: <laughs> yeah, it's marmalade. And then and then, yes, Paddington can't resist the the sweet marmalade, so he licks his head.
2: Well, the guy says to get it off, and that's when he licks yes. it.
1: Okay, his boss comes yeah. in. The, <laughs> It can't get any worse. And the sprinklers go off.
2: But now he's at uh, a fair, a county fair. Yes. Probably called something else in Great Britain. Yes. He's talking with Mr. Brown, and he has a question for him.
5: Have you ever been fired, Mr. Brown?
3: Well, no. but Are you quite sure you're ready for the workplace, Paddington? It's a tough competitive world out there. And I worry a good-natured little bear might get
4: trampled underfoot. He's right, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't trust anyone. That's why I'm doing my newspaper alone. Darling, mm. it's about Tony? No!
5: Everything's about Tony. And the
1: only
3: reason no-one's helping with your paper is because it's so yeah. late.
4: Well, at least I'm not pretending to be someone I'm not. Nor am I. G-Man! Judo, spud balls.
5: But bounce. Aunt Lucy said, "If we're kind and polite, the world will be right." At
4: least someone's making oh, sense. Sorry,
5: and you're kind, Mister Brown, and you made it to the top. I'm nowhere near the top. I peaked in the middle.
3: Now my hair's gone grey, my belly's popped out, and i started to creep.
2: I really can relate to everything Mister Mister Brown was saying there.
1: Exactly. Yeah, but because yeah, do- I w- I wake up every day with something something different hurts almost on a daily basis. And it usually only hurts for a day or so, but I, I can honestly say I don't live pain-free <laughs> at all. But
2: during that whole clip, Paddington was eating some caramel apples. Yes. And, and that'll come back also. Yep. And the, the crowd is clapping and apparently one of their neighbors is performing and can, I, it'll come up. I, there's a thing that they talk about, the thing that they belong to, And I don't understand what that is. I don't know if that's an English thing. He's a member Uh, of their something.
1: Like their street or something? No,
2: when it comes up, I'll I'll bring it up. Okay. All right. Paddington climbs onto Mr. Brown's shoulder so he can see, and everyone behind him gets super pissed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the old bag has a problem with their neighbor, and what's the old bag's problem with the,
1: the neighbor? She can't remember him. Because he's not famous anymore. I think the only thing that he does is dog food commercials.
2: Right. And he never remembers her name. Ah. But who is playing this celebrity neighbor? Hugh Grant. And he's there to open the steam fair. What the fuck is a steam fair?
1: (laughs) Some sort of post-industrial age English thing.
2: Okay. Steampunk? I don't know. But he says that the founder didn't think of, of him for the fair. He's famous, a legend. He wants common folk to open the fair, and he asks for volunteers. And he's he's kind of a dandy. He's wearing some gloves like a douchebag. But Paddington is picked to go on stage.
4: Now, your name yes. is?
2: Paddington Brown.
4: Oh, well, of
3: course it is. You are my new neighbor. You live with Henry and
5: Mary and the great Mrs. Now, then, I suppose you know who I am. Oh, yes. You're a very famous actor. Oh, no Pooh. <laughs> or used to be. Now you do dog food commercials. <laughs> well, a man has to eat. What? Dog food?
3: <laughs> <laughs> very, very funny. Anyway, they do say... That at Madame Coslabel's, all your dreams come true.
5: So, if you had one wish tonight, what would it be? Oh, that's easy. I'd like to get my Aunt Lucy a birthday present. Aww. I've got my eye on an old pop-up book of London, made by Madame Kosliver, as it happens. The only problem is it's rather expensive, so I need to get my paws on an awful lot of money.
3: Well, I'm not sure that we can offer you that, but we can, of course, offer you oodles of fun. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. if you would like to lend me a paw, we now declare Kosliver's Steam Fair <laughs>
0: open! <laughs>
2: almost almost stopped it in the the beginning of that clip paddington has a solid two or three minutes of stand-up there yes he does he's crushing with the crowd but this movie this beginning is just chock full of you tell me where the nuclear vessels are because there's another the whole coming back to the 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 popping book or paddington actually referred to it as a pop-up book but the the hugh grant character phoenix buchanan
1: yes his his attention certainly is perked when Paddington mentions the book,
2: right? And all the rides start, and Hugh Grant wants to talk to Paddington about the book. Oh, where is it? Is that uh, Gruber's antique shop? Any advice? No. Stop at the start at the bottom and work your way up, and it gives Paddington the idea to be what as a job.
1: Uh, I'm going to be a, a window cleaner,
2: and the next day he's setting up his stuff and. This is another Chekhov's gun. He's he's, yes. he's naked except for his hat.
1: Yes, and he has a, a suitcase with a ladder that comes out of it, like cranks up. I, I don't know
2: how that would work, but um, he can't lift the bucket, and he creates a, a pulley-type system to raise the bucket, and it's not heavy enough, and then he picks up a plant. Now it's heavy enough, and up and down, up and down, and the foot in the plant and the water falls on him, bucket is stuck on his head, but he's washing the window with his fur and his butt, uh-huh. And they sh- show him he's washing windows all over the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, it's sped up footage of him going from house to house washing windows. He uh, goes to a guy. The colonel. The colonel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you my friend, Jack? <laughs> Are you my friend, Jack?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hang up on you and slowly walk away. <laughs> yes. But you know, the colonel isn't interested. He won't pay for it, and Penton decides he'll do it anyway, and He's washing the windows, and it allows light to come to the colonel's
1: place. Yes, the windows are so dirty that the entire townhouse lights up after Paddington washes the window. And he sees, the colonel sees the newspaper lady. It's
2: probably a little bit too old for him, but the newspaper lady with the bird. And she does the, the fake stairs thing. You know what I'm talking about? The fake stairs. Where she's walking left to right and she pretends like she's going downstairs because she's behind oh, something. Oh,
1: fake stairs. Okay, right. yes. And then he does the
2: elevator thing? Yep. I yeah. did that once. It got me laid. Did it really? No. Um, honestly, if I did that, Jen probably wouldn't sleep with me for a month. So, <laughs> But the lady's laughing and then one of the doctors, which probably won't mean anything to you, is knocking on the colonel's door. This was actually Peter Capaldi
1: who was, I want to say, the 13th doctor. Okay, is this like the neighborhood watch commander? Yeah, but I don't think it's an official role. It's not. He's just an asshole.
2: Yeah, he was, uh, it's not really important, but um, yeah, he was one of the doctors. He was the 12th doctor, I'm sorry. All right, yeah, uh, not important. <laughs> and uh, he says, are you aware that there's a bear on your roof? Yeah, he's uh, cleaning my windows and, Paddington asks if he should do the gutters while he's up there, and he says yes. Will the colonel pay him for that? I don't think he will, because the colonel kind of is coming across as a cheap bastard.
1: But, yeah, but Paddington drops some sludge from the gutter. Oh, is it, it was lands. it sludge? Yes, it wasn't a, a shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I said, she shits on the doctor.
1: He says he's <laughs> yeah. sorry. It's a bear. Sorry. Yes, but then we get a musical montage of he's on, the what is that thing called? The window cleaning platform. Uh, oh god i can't
2: believe i don't know this
1: um i know i couldn't think of it either i just have window cleaning platform
2: i shit, this is another thing where just like the song and the song has been rattling around in my head now thank you for that i uh, was uh, 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 uh. <laughs> waiting for jen to come i don't know where the fuck she want but uh window cleaning thing <laughs> You stand on. Um, But yeah, there's a a montage there and it shows the, his jar of coins slowly getting like fuller and fuller.
1: And there's a band that's playing on, he's on a high rise 30 stories up and there's a band on this window cleaning platform playing while he's washing the windows. Wouldn't that be expensive
2: to have a band playing with you or is he not paying them?
1: I don't think he's paying them. I think they're just street performers.
2: Oh, Okay. But um, it's called a boatswain. That can't. That's not what I'm thinking of. No. All right. Well, uh, housekeeping. But he's also shown washing the dog, uh, and then at an aquarium at his dad's office. And one night he's walking down the street and he get he peeks into Gruber's store window. And what does he
1: hear? Well, he hears some ruckus going on in there. Glass breaking. Yes.
2: Someone's sneaking into the shop, and Paddington goes in, and the alarm goes off. The book has been stolen. Paddington says, "Come back with that book." And the police are there, awfully quick.
1: Yes, and I I think the police officer says, "The suspect is a bear."
2: And Paddington's giving chase, and Paddington whistles, and Wolfie comes, and Paddington is riding the
1: dog. That's got to be bad for the dog's back. A bear, a bear on a dog. Yes, but he. But it's a a wolfhound. I mean, it's an English wolfhound. So I mean, it's a horse basically.
2: Yeah, Uh but I mean, he's homeless, so he's probably malnutrition You know, malnourished. Malnutritious? Yeah, exactly. I I I got there. Malnourished. <laughs> yes. But he gets up to the guy with the book and almost gets it, and then the guy somehow ends up on the other side of the river, and he he's riding the dog again. He goes across boats, and then he goes through a bunch of shrubbery.
1: Yes, and he comes
2: out hanging onto a bird, a goose. And ha- have you ever seen what the inside of a goose's mouth looks like?
1: Mm, I'm sure I have, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Google it. Google goose mouth.
2: They're fucking, it's the thing nightmares are made of. Uh, like a thousand little tiny teeth? Yeah, it's, it's it, it honestly is scary, but the the thief crashes his bike and Paddington says that that book is for Aunt Lucy, like that would mean anything to the thief, but the goose is snapping at Paddington, and the dog is kind of running along the shore, and the goose drops Paddington, and he lands on the dog, and the chase continues. The, the thief stops, and he says, you got me, and then what does the thief do?
1: Um, hold on a second. I was looking up the inside of a goose's mouth. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, he, he does basically what um, Balin's Apprentice does in the latest episode of Ahsoka. Smoke bomb! Yeah, smoke bomb. <laughs>
2: yeah. But the the police have shown up and they say this.
4: Hold it right there.
5: Oh, thank goodness you're here, officer.
4: Put your paws in the air. But,
5: but I'm not the thief. I was chasing the thief. And then he... he
4: Disappeared in a puff of smoke?
5: well yes
2: and paddington doesn't understand and the constable i'm assuming it's a constable hmm? i don't know how english police stuff works is walking paddington and cuffs and all the neighbors are wondering what's going on the family is distraught but one person is not who is not
1: uh the the neighborhood watch guy
0: well well
3: well the truth is out we opened our hearts to that bear. We opened our doors. Well, you did. I kept my triple locked in accordance with the guidelines. And all along, it was Robbie New Blind.
0: Paddington! Oh no! Paddington! Paddington! Oh
2: no! Oh, no. So, so what is Paddington taken away in? A paddy wagon.
1: Is that why they're called that? No. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did, did you catch the, the Hulk walking away music?
1: Yes. I, I will, While I was listening to the music, I was going to come back with sounds like the sad Hulk music. <laughs> well played, Matt. Well played. <laughs> but uh, HG
2: is talking to himself. Oh, Hugh Grant. Is, I, don't, I don't know his name yet. Is talking to himself in the mirror. He gets up and he continues to talk, but now who is he talking to?
1: Well, he's talking to the mannequins with all kind that are wearing all kinds of crazy costumes. And he's a little bit crazy Mm -hmm. because I think he really thinks he's talking to people. But then he goes on to kind of explain the significance of this book that he wanted so badly.
3: I know what you're thinking, Scrooge. It'll cost a fortune. But if I'm right, that is exactly what this book will provide. This is no dusty antique hidden on every page. A little lady pointing to a clue. Find all the clues.
5: We're rich again. And our dog food days are done.
2: And they actually show the commercial with him in the dog costume. Yes. But now we're off to court.
1: Yes. And I don't know who it is. I think it might be Mr. Brown says, oh, you'll be fine. If you get a fair-minded judge, and who is the judge?
2: It's the same guy that Paddington shaved the head of.
1: And he goes, oh, dear.
2: And, and Gruber's on the stand, and he refuses to believe that Paddington did it. And then this is a guy you, you might not know that well. Richard Iondain is testifying about paw prints and marmalade. He was in the IT crowd. He was in a Neighborhood Watch, with, um,
1: which oh, is a he terrible is crazy,
2: film. Is he the alien in that movie? Oh, I don't know. I I couldn't get through the whole thing because it was so terrible.
1: Ah. But... But he has kind of crazy hair, right? Yeah. Yes, very All much right. so. Yeah. I know who that is. Yes.
2: do so says, I don't honestly see what that proves. Paddington was in the shop chasing the thief. Of course, Prince would be there. But then Hugh Grant is on the stage, stage, the stand, and we find out his name is Phoenix Buchanan. I'll try to refer to him as Buchanan. I, I spelled Phoenix wrong every fucking time and had to correct it. <laughs> Why is he on the stand? Uh, because he saw stuff through his window. Ah. But he swears to tell the truth, and he gives a speech and is telling jokes, and he says something about being an eyewitness.
3: Indeed, I was. I was up late when I became aware of a hullabaloo in the street below. I went to my awards room, which is a large room overlooking the newspaper kiosk, and I saw young Paddington riding a rather disreputable-looking hound. Mary Brown drew this, based on the bear's description of the man
4: he claims he was chasing.
3: Did you see him on the street that
4: night? Oh, handsome devil, isn't he? Hmm? Dazzling eyes.
3: Yes, but did you see him? Your answer will tell us whether the bear is guilty. Did you see this man?
4: Alas, I did not.
3: <gasps> but perhaps he'd already vanished.
5: I beg you, have mercy on him. He is but a cop.
2: And what does he get for a sentence? Uh,
1: why do I not have the number of years?
2: Uh, 10 years for theft in oh, barberly harm.
1: Barberly harm.
2: But in the next thing, he's in old timey prison garb
1: <laughs> yes stripes with the little striped cap also and he's put in the cell and I do believe he asks the guard mrs. Brown usually reads me a nighttime story
2: <laughs> yeah sorry uh, no bedtime stories here and it's actually a pretty big cell and mm-hmm. he he climbs up and he is writing to his aunt while he is looking out the window dear
5: aunt Lucy A great deal has happened since I last wrote. There's been a bit of a mix-up with your present, and the upshot is I've had to leave Windsor Gardens and move... somewhere else. It isn't quite as charming as the Browns' house, but it's not all bad. It's a period property. In fact, it's one of the most substantial Victorian buildings in London, and the security arrangements are second to none. I'm only allowed to see the Browns once a month. I wonder what they're doing now. And now
2: it kind of goes through like what everybody is doing. The the sister is printing papers, looking for the drawing, looking for the person in the drawing of Phoenix in disguise. And the mom is posting flyers and the son does the same thing, spelling out Paddington and the dad just does a wall of them. What is the point of, putting up multiple flyers at the same place for the same
1: thing. You kind of see that in world war two propaganda, or if you're walking through New York city and you see a whole row of posters for a band that's playing or something. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Okay. So step out of the podcast for a second, or at least out of the movie for a second. I, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I've stepped out. Okay. I ha- I have a, an expert here. So, what is your earworm you're trying to figure out?
1: Uh, it's a song. And it goes, Franken- <titling> Do you know what it is? I thought for sure you'd know.
0: I know. I I recognize it. I recognize it, but I can't think of the name of it.
1: Oh, I got to know it because that's my song bed for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So Sorry. thank you. Is it the Clash or the Knack? The Knack does my Sharona. So that definitely...
2: Yeah, I I know it is... Um, it's, it, I don't think it's the Knack. I think it, it might be the Clash. All right. But um, yeah, you were saying that they do that in the military a lot for like uh, putting up multiple things and... Paddington, meanwhile in prison, is just hoping that they won't forget him. And of course they won't. They'll sort everything out. He just needs to hold on until then. But then where do we go next?
1: We go to Buchanan is at the London Bridge Museum, which was in a Spider-Man movie, Far From Home. Yes. Okay. And Buchanan is in a suit of armor. And he's sneaking around, and he finds a giant letter D on a pillar in the museum. And he says, "Ah, the hunt begins. And I'm
2: sorry, I've been trying to find your stupid song.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's The Clash, because The Clash does, um, should I stay or should I go and rock the Casbah?
2: Yep. What was the other band? Um, Not Violent Femmes. It wouldn't be the Violent Femmes, would it? What was the one of Sid Vicious, no. Sex Pistols?
1: Yeah, I don't think it was Sex Pistols. Okay, but um, yeah, the- you know who would know this is our Joey? guest Scott. Oh. Well, maybe Joey, definitely Scott. He's into all that seventies punk stuff.
2: But his first clue is a D, and mm-hmm. then we go back to the the big house and adding, Addington Paddington is trying to make friends, but he's he's not having. A, a good time
3: because they're getting ass raped. Oh,
2: he's trying to avoid all of that
1: but a guard is assigning jobs and this is okay have, have you finished watching mayor of kingstown the first season i haven't finished it we're close okay this jail's nothing like that jail
2: well i i saw what happened to the um that that poor guy that poor guy that got transferred around the guy that oh. th- that opened up the whole thing and i i knew exactly what was going to happen when he
1: got dragged under the stairwell okay oh it gets worse to oh. trust me my friend <laughs> it, it gets really fucking bad like wow did not see that coming <laughs> well i didn't see the part coming with um
2: after well when the one girl's kind of being traded away and she's with the crips and then she's with the bloods and or actually I think she's with the Bloods and then she gets taken by the Crips after the Bloods shoot up the Crips car. Yeah. And and then he goes over to uh oh. Yeah. The 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 white supremacists. Yeah. I, I did not see that solution coming. And she's no. freaking out because she's like, "No, not here, not here." He's like, "Don't worry about it." And just <laughs> boom, headshot right through the windshield.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of a crazy show, trust me. It's Hold my beer, Matt. <laughs> okay. But yeah. the gu- guard is assigning jobs and what job does Paddington get? Well, he gets the laundry. And he's he has a gi- there's a giant pile of clothes dumped on him. And he loads them all up along with his clothes and has a marmalade sandwich under his hat and by accident puts a red sock into the washing machine and he says, "Oh, it's only one." What's the worst that could happen? And I'm wondering, is this where Sheriff Joe
2: got the idea for the pink clothes for his prisoners?
1: Oh, yeah, maybe. Sure. But they're now in the mess hall, and everybody's uniform is pink.
5: Afternoon, chaps. If you ask me, the the pink really brightens the place up a bit.
3: If you ask me, you should pipe down and enjoy your dinner. 'Cause it might be your last.
5: Okay. I don't worry. I used to be a restaurant creek. It's not as bad as it looks. Oh. Oh. It's worse this nobody knows but we've been eating it three times a day for the past 10 years why doesn't someone have a word with the chef <laughs> with knuckles mm.
3: Two things to remember if you want to survive in here keep your head down and never talk to knuckles thank you well i think it's a great idea tell you what son you get Knuckles to change the menu, and we might forget about you
5: making us look like a bunch of pink flamingos. All right, then. I will. Oh, you don't want to do that. Aunt Lucy said, if you look for the good in people, you'll find it. She obviously never met Knuckles.
2: It's the breakup song by the Greg Keane Band.
1: The Greg Keen Band? How did you know this? How did K- you find I-H-N? it? K-I-H-N. K-I-H-N? Yeah. Ah, huh. okay.
2: Because cool, man. We broke up. We've broken up just an hour ago. Uh, 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 yeah. It's the Greg Keen band. It's the breakup <laughs> okay. song. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right. Awesome.
2: But yeah, Paddington goes to talk to Knuckles and, um, who is Knuckles? It's Mad Eye Moody. And this is another one of your things.
1: It's Brendan, Brendan Gleason, who's been in a million things. I like this guy.
2: And he confronts Knuckles about the shitty food.
5: Um, excuse me, Mr. Knuckles. Yes? I just wondered if I could have a quick word about the food. Send a medic to the canteen. You want to complain? Oh, no, I I wouldn't say complain. Oh, that's a shame, because I just love it when people complain. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, in that case... It's very gritty oh, and lumpy. And as for the bread, need I say more? I think we need to completely overhaul the menu. Now, I know we're working to a tight budget, but we could at least add some sauce. Oh, Sorry about that, I'll just... Uh... That's ketchup. Mm. No, that's just rubbing it in. Don't worry, I know what gets ketchup stains out. Hang on. Was it mustard? Mm, no. That's just made it worse. Does anyone know what works on ketchup?
1: Japs? There are all the prisoners are hiding under the table. Right.
2: So, g- just give me one second here. See, it- okay. Okay.
1: Huh. That's it, right? Yes. Yeah, because then he sings about that and... Yeah, it's the breakup. Song. And how did you find it?
2: Uh I, I came up with the lyrics an hour ago. And I did an hour ago, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> and and there was the first result. <laughs> awesome. I was, I was working through it, it's like da, 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 an hour ago? uh 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 Okay. But right. uh yeah, the cook So Knuckles.
1: Knuckles grabs Paddington and his hat comes off and and By accident, a marmalade sandwich goes into the cook's mouth. And it it, it gives him pause, and
2: Paddington and the guards are absolutely shocked.
1: He likes it! Hey, Mikey! Yeah. Yeah. What what is this? It's a marmalade sandwich. You can make these. Yes, I can. And then Knuckles tells everybody that the bear is under his protection. So yeah. does that mean that Paddington has to suck his dick? <laughs> Probably
2: toss a salad, but yeah, he's under the protect- protection of Knuckles, capital N, and his knuckles are his, uh, the letters of his name are on his fingers, much like the Blues Brothers.
1: Are they? Yeah. And
2: In it's the Blues sp- Brothers? spelled wrong. Yeah. Jake and Elwood.
1: Oh, huh. How about that?
2: But it says, uh, Paddington thinks, don't thank me yet. You owe me, but you have to make the marmalade. And there's the whole spit handshake gag.
1: Yes. Yes. Knuckles spits on his hand. And then instead of Paddington spitting on his own hand, he spits on Knuckles' hand. And then out in the real world, the and fish. Knuckles says, Knuckles says, you better get used to spit on my hand. <laughs> no. No. That, spit is
2: for for when you've had a good day. <laughs> Yes, it's usually dry. Otherwise, you're otherwise
1: you're getting it dry. Yeah. yeah,
2: but out in the real world, the fish Mrs. Brown is positive somebody will recognize the true thief eventually as she's talking to Gruber. But Gruber has one problem with the whole robbery, and what is his problem? He
1: the the robber missed all the other valuable stuff. He only took the book,
2: and the family, including Mrs. Brown, is talking to the granddaughter of the pop up. Book author who's a fortune teller, I think.
1: And this is at the Steam Fair.
2: And they ask, Is there anything special about the book? And the lady says, Yeah, it's quite a story. Follow me.
4: I'll show you where it all happened. You see, my great grandmother, who started this fair, was the finest showwoman of her generation. She could tame lions, breathe fires, follow swords. But she was most famous for the trapeze. They called her the flying swan. Wherever she went, she was showered with gifts and made a fortune. But where there is a fortune, there is also jealousy. The magician wanted it for himself. And the flying swan... ...became the dying swan. He went to her caravan and opened her strong box. But instead of her treasure, all he found was one of her pop up books. Twelve landmarks of London. They had him cornered, but he vanished. And neither he nor the treasure were ever heard of again.
2: Almost every one of your clips was one of my clips. So oh,
1: I, I what's 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 the smoke bomb soundbite from uh, Archer? Oh, but um, so what is the, what is the name of the of Judge Smale's boat in Caddyshack? Uh, the flying wasp. Okay, so not the flying swan, and it,
2: not to be confused with the flying Graysons either. Yes, that's where Dick Grayson comes from. Yes, yes. Who, who's Robin? Yes. In Batman and Robin.
1: (laughs) It's a DC comic book.
2: (laughs) But at this point, I said, this movie is really well put together. Um, The whole smoke bomb thing, the thief must be Phoenix's relative. But at home, Mrs. Brown and the dad are talking about the story they just heard. The dad does not believe it. And he has a mud mask of Smurf spunk on.
1: yes he does but
2: there's 12 London landmarks and what if they're clues to where she hit her fortune
1: <laughs> meh <laughs>
0: yeah he, he's and just he, not happy. she it. goes
1: she goes what happened to the man I married and I th- I'm thinking to myself oh he's a curmudgeon just like Matt oh, cool. he says that your husband is gone and then he yeah kinda... I'm not I'm not bullseye brown anymore and, and, and then he turns the camera and he breaks the
2: fourth wall and just says if get married <laughs> But there's a, a, a brief dream sequence or flashback of him doing yes. well at carnival games, which once again is another.
0: You tell me where the nuclear vessels I mean, are.
2: They they set so many of these up, and I can't believe all of them come back to play.
1: Yes. And it's the song that's being played during this is some song called Daddy Cool.
2: Okay. Okay, I guess. But uh, Mrs. Brown says that there's more than meets the eye to the thief. And it's like, I. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Buchanan. Is going out to look for clue number two, and was he disguised as?
1: Um, he's dressed as a nun,
2: and he's going to steal a bike. Peewee,
0: I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wasn't
2: sure if you got that, but the next morning, uh, the, the cook, that was
1: my best peewee. Sorry, it's better
2: than mine. But <laughs> <laughs> the the next morning, the cook wakes. P. P. Paddington, it's time to make the donuts. And Paddington tells Knuc- Knuckles he's actually innocent. He's like, we're not friends. I'm, not your, I'm your boss. But Paddington oh, is showing yeah. Knuckles you could, kindness. You could,
1: you could help me clear my name. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and no. I'm wondering, will this kindness that Paddington is showing Knuckles rub off? And Paddington actually asks, I, I thought Oh, Okay, that's where the help thing. I thought I was talking about this. I have to feed 500 prisoners. It's like no talking, no humming or singing or yeah. any other expression of boheme. What is boheme?
1: Uh, something to do with bohemian. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. But he needs a thousand oranges and he he tries to get them down. There's sacks of oranges up on a shelf. And he yeah, has and to th- climb up. And he asks, um, he
2: asks if, if Han can reach his lightsaber. And then R two takes out his like little rotating saw. And it's,
1: it's a very far drop.
2: <laughs> but Knuckles gives Paddington advice I live by:
1: do one at a time. Take the sacks one at a time. And your gong. Yes. Yes. He, instead of taking
2: the you're gong. I heard you're gong.
1: Yes, yes. Instead of taking the sacks, he's t- he's literally walking one orange over per at a
5: time
2: and yeah Knuckles says he does not want to hear about Aunt Lucy
3: anymore Aunt Lucy said Aunt Lucy
5: I've had enough to hear with Aunt Lucy
3: she sounds like a proper old bag to me
5: I beg your pardon I said your Aunt Lucy sounds like one of the most naive gullible mushy brained what's going on Why why are you looking at me like that? It's awful hot in here. You hot. I'm hot. Did I leave the oven
2: on? Yeah. I think uh, Knuckles might (laughs) have left some Hershey squirts in his trousers there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Paddington says, you won't like me when I'm angry. It's called a hard stare. And then Uh Knuckles comes back.
2: I practically invented the hard stare and. Pennington goes on and on about his innocence. and says, If you're not going to help me with the innocence thing, you can help me with the marmalade. And then we see a little bit more of a montage with Pennington and Knuckles working together. And Knuckles is really good with a knife. Yes, he is. And if, if you ever go to, uh, this is a really date me because I don't think they exist anymore, but Benihana's or any of those places where- they, Sure, they, they, still ha- they still have those places. But where they cook the shit for you on like the giant griddle. And they're doing like that stuff with the knife. And flinging shrimp into your mouth. That always scares me when people do that. (laughs) Does it? They're experts. It's what they do,
1: man. It's their craft.
2: But they they continue making the marmalade. And I think it's Knuckles must says, is is it any good? It's too too soon to tell. And then in another London landmark, a guide is saying it's closed. And why is it closed?
1: Uh, Because a a statue was destroyed. A, A nun went berserk. Right. and they were all they were all being rounded up all the nuns
2: yeah but the guard thinks the real culprit slipped the net uh huh cuz the guard was perving on one of the nuns and saw one break
1: free well he yeah he says an unusually attractive nun yeah and apparently this guy was in the first one also as another security guard for somewhere else okay and i believe he's also one of the writers
2: oh it could be that it, it might be like the the main writer i don't know but yeah he says the nun was hot. You ever see any nun porn?
1: No, I try and avoid it.
2: This just makes you feel it weird.
1: It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yes.
2: I was at a Halloween but. party and I was, I hooked up with a nun and she was, she was super cool. She was very, very nice. And it, you know, it didn't go far and is like, we were going to, we were going to get back together later. And So I talked to her like the day, the next day or two days later. And when I used to meet people, I'd ask them a series of questions as you're kind of getting to know them. And she says, well, there's a couple of things that I need you to know. I was a little bit less than honest about I'm like, okay. Well, you asked me if I had kids. I'm like, sure. She said, I didn't. I said that I didn't. And I have 2 like, okay. (laughs) And she said, you asked if I was married. And I said, I wasn't. Like, okay. And she says, and I am, I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work out.
1: No, no, this is not going to work out.
2: But yeah. the, the nun disappeared into the night as, uh, Buchanan changed to be dressed like a bishop and walked right past the guards. Right. And the mom is there, Mrs. Brown, and she asks the guard to describe the nun. And she, he says, my pleasure. And then we go back to the jail and they are serving the
5: marmalade sandwiches
0: Mm-hmm.
2: gentlemen
5: for breakfast this morning chef McGinty would like to propose an orange marmalade served on a bed of warm crustless bread topped with another piece of warm crustless bread bon appetit two choices take it or leave it are you all right knuckles yes why don't you come and join the others don't want to are you scared what they might think no No. what do they think did they like it did they say anything what did they say well they hated us. I knew it my father always started a
3: mountain knocking and he was
5: right knuckles knuckles what come and look tom-tom i think that's called pride knuckles i don't like it
3: um have you got anything else
5: what (laughs) what what have you
2: done for me lately (laughs) yeah but it's like no we don't but if you do and then i think it's Knuckle says these idiots don't know anything, but the prisoners start to stand and mention the things that they happen to know how to make. But every single thing that they mention,
1: they're all desserts. They're all desserts. There's no hamburgers or anything like that. So these guys, well, what are these guys all going to get? <laughs> Diabetes.
2: <laughs> but uh, let's get cooking. And then there's another
1: montage. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Of the jail turning super gay. <laughs> And where would they get the supplies for this? I they're in good with the guards. Like I said, this is a, this is a pretty easy prison. This is not the uh, the prison in Kingstown.
2: But the dining room now looks like a restaurant, and a guard yeah. is acting like a waiter. And there's a band, and there's actually a, a banner that's unfurled. And what is the banner? I believe say? it's
1: I believe it's the same band that was playing on the uh, window washing scaffolding. Okay. I don't know what the, the what the banner says.
2: Prison, sweet prison. Oh. But this dining hall looks a lot like the Great Hall in Harry Potter. Ah, oh, but okay. th- The montage ends with a guard reading a bedtime story over the PA. Mm-hmm. And it's visiting t- day tomorrow, and Paddington hopes the Browns have good news. And then the next day, Mrs. Brown is telling Paddington all about the landmark stuff, and three different people have been seen in the dad still is not on board about the pop-up book,
1: but who shows up uh, knuckles in the gang.
5: I'm sorry, this is a private conversation. Oh, it's all right, Mr. Brown. This is my friend, Knuckles. Oh, yeah. And this is Fibs. G'day. Spoon. Hello. Jimmy the Snitch. All right. T-Bone. Watch out. The Professor. Oh. Squeaky Pete. double Bass Bob. Hello. Farmer Jack. Okay. Snoopy
0: and Trickly Pete.
5: Mad Dog. Oof. Johnny Cashpoint.
0: Catching. Sir
5: Jeffrey Wilcott. I hope I can rely on your vote. And Charlie Rumble.
1: <sighs> it's the whole gang. <laughs> the whole gang is there. Dad, the dad, Mr. Brown turns off the light, which he thinks is the microphone and says, we can't trust this lot. And then knuckle goes, we can still hear you.
2: Yeah. Don't worry about it. We're, we're fond of the little fella. Yeah. They're showing pictures of the thieves. It's, it's a nun, a beef eater and a King. And someone says, it sounds more like a fancy dress party than a gang. And Paddington is crushed. What are we going to do now? But the next day, Mrs. Brown is out walking, and she's kind of been ostracized by some of the people in the community. Mm-hmm. And the doctor yeah. is giving the garbage man a hard time, and then he goes over to the newsstand where Mrs. Brown is giving the homemade newspaper to the lady. Says you're wasting your time. Everybody knows these are the, the daughter
1: heaven. these these are the daughter's newspapers, right? Yes. Says so
2: this place is far better without him. And then uh, Wolfie starts barking. Adam and people apparently are buying these newspapers, these independent newspapers by the daughter or the sister on the sly. And Mrs. Brown asks, I don't suppose you know where the thief is. And the parrot says he's right behind you.
1: Yes. And who is right behind her? Buchanan. Yes. Up on the balcony. And he, he tells Mrs. Brown that he wants to hear all about her investigation and so she goes to his place and there are all kinds of pictures of just Hugh Grant, all old studio shots and, and headshots. And she's kind of yeah, clever.
2: Yeah. She's talking about landmarks and he's somewhat concerned, but he thinks that the husband is right. And he has good news though. What is his good news?
1: Oh, that he's, uh, has funding for his one man show and he gives her a little bit of preview. And then, uh, well, she talks about, or is it he talks about, I don't know. Play the clip.
3: No, no, no. I suppose it just seems so unfair, Paddington's in prison, and yet life carries on. Oh, I know.
5: It must be so hard to accept that he won, that man with the dazzling blue eyes. <sighs>
0: I beg your pardon.
5: The
3: man in the poster, your wonderful drawing.
5: Is it? How do you know he had blue eyes? Hmm? It's just a pencil sketch.
3: Special effects.
5: Ooh. Then I must
3: have colored him in. (laughs) Phoenix Buchanan? He's a master of disguise. She's gone mad. Think about it, Henry. Someone out there knows about the cosmic of a fortune, right? Alleged fortune.
4: And Knuckles said we weren't looking for a criminal gang. Knuckles. Because there was no gang. It was one man. Feathers knew all along.
3: Feathers? Who's Feathers? Hmm? The parrot at the newsstand. No. Can we just return to planet Earth for a moment? Phoenix Buchanan is a highly respected, award-winning actor and a member of our Platinum Club. He is not a petty thief. Hang on a minute, Henry. But let's just assume I'm wrong, shall we? Okay. And that the fortune teller, career criminal and parrot are right. Hmm. May I remind you that you don't actually have any proof? Uh, Now, if anyone wants me, I shall be putting up posters.
2: The whole Platinum Club thing is brought up several times what what is that what is a platinum club <clears throat> not sure okay but the old bag agrees with mrs brown she says <laughs> actors are evil they they're liars and yeah. de-
1: deceitful yes
2: and in jail paddington is reading a newspaper and he hears something through paddington. something paddington that's actually not it's a, a bad punk. impression <laughs> believe it or not
1: <laughs> it's knuckles It's Knuckles talking through a pipe. And he says, I have a proposition. We want to help you clear your name, but we'll have to escape to do it.
2: And it's a four-man job. Are you in? And Paddington says, no, the Browns will find the real thief.
1: Oh, but they'll forget about you.
2: They always do. But Paddington has faith. You're wrong. You're wrong. You'll see. And the next day, the kids are talking to Joanna Lumley. I don't know if you know who she
1: is. Is she she Buchanan's agent? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she was in uh, Absolutely Fabulous.
1: Oh, did she always have, like, a little bit of white powder by her nose or something? Yeah.
0: All right.
1: But... she she, Wait, hold on a second. Wasn't she Emily's mother in Friends? Yes.
2: No, 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 no. The other one from Absolutely Fabulous was Emily's mother. Ah. This one, I think she was actually on... uh, in the Avengers, the TV show, I believe. I want to say she played Emma Peel.
1: I, I have no idea, Matt. But no clue.
2: The old bag is dista- distracting the Amazon delivery driver.
1: Yes, and mom, the mom puts a big package in the back of his van, and then hides in it. And it
2: looks like the thing that goes underneath a hot air balloon.
1: <laughs> yes, it does. But uh, the driver comes back around and all of a sudden is kind of shocked and he sees, oh, it's for Buchanan.
2: And then uh, the kids ask the agent when Buchanan will be back on stage and the agent says, I wouldn't hold your breath. He's a good actor, but he won't work with other people. But the agent says that she has to go and she keeps saying nice buns. Is that because they brought her...
1: Yes, they brought her some some pastries.
2: And then Mrs. Brown is being delivered in the package to Buchanan, and he's about to open it, and the phone rings. And who's it calling?
1: I'm sorry. I was texting somebody. I was voiced to text. The people that we bought our, bought our camper Okay, were literally texting me and asking me questions about, how do we plug this thing in? But it is the agent calling, except it's not the yes. agent it's the
2: kids, they did the tape recorder gag from True Lies, but they fuck it up with the nice buns thing.
1: Yes, dance, nice and slow-like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Takes it in stride, and uh, he he gathers his stuff and he jets out, and then the mom pops out of the box, and the dad, meanwhile, is at home, and he's brushing his teeth, and he, he sees Mrs. Brown in Buchanan's
1: place. <laughs> yes but she's she's doing a rubbing is that what you would call it on a piece of paper uh yeah i call it the pencil on the notepad gag but yeah yes saturday six thirty five, where all your dreams come true
2: the the dad shows up and he knocks on the window he's in
1: his bath he's in his bathrobe and a pair of boxers and socks it's a good look yeah he's not happy though no well he mouths to her open the window and then they have this exchange
0: hello darling have you gone
3: insane no it's phoenix i'm going to prove it this is breaking and entering we
5: haven't broken anything
3: why would phoenix want to steal a pop-up book
5: he's a millionaire that's why you're wrong owes money all over town look
3: so he's got a few bills i mean everyone good grief the man spends a lot on face cream
5: he hasn't got a penny to his name but come on let's find that book and
2: Yeah, at the tail end of that clip, Buchanan is walking down the street, and he, he looks at himself, his reflection in his store window, and he says, cravat. What is a cravat?
1: It's an ascot. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. I, I thought a cravat was a urinal. Is that where you need to go right now? Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves
0: a treat.
1: Okay. Uh,
3: I I was
2: I was thinking the whole cravat thing. The hurt. (laughs) No, the ascot thing. And what do you think of when when
1: you hear Ascot? Fred from Scooby Doo. Yeah, oh yeah. I I don't know if I've ever actually seen anybody in real life. That was life. the weakest. That was the weakest. That was that was the weakest bell. Does, does your bell have like a like an enlarged prostate or something? No, it's Listen ex- to this.
2: Is that better? My my snot yeah. rag was yes. uh, muffling it.
0: <laughs> oh. oh.
2: But uh back at we're still at Buchanan's place, or we go back to Buchanan's place, and Missus mm-hmm. Brown finds some indentation in the floor. And I thought she was going to find a, like, move the rug or something. I didn't realize it was actually something where oh, the what? What do you call those? Those type of stairs, or those t- that that ladder that comes down? There's a word for
1: it. <sighs> yeah, I, a pull down just ladder. I'm I'm not sure, but she goes. He's got a secret attic. And Mr. Brown says, every place in England has one. And that is true. I used to listen to a podcast uh about these two guys in England, and they'd talk about G.I. Joe. And the one guy, that's where he recorded from, was up in that attic. That Because every place in England has one of those.
0: But as and they get up there.
1: They go up there. Yeah, Yeah. And the dad is like bitching at her. And as he pokes his head up, he goes, oh, my, he's a weirdo. <laughs> Because he's got all of his mannequins with his weird costumes and stuff. But
2: what three costumes are amongst all of the other things? The nun, the beefeater, and the king. And he immediately changes his tune. He says, we were right. He he gaslights her. Yeah, he does. But Buchanan has come back. And he's talking to himself and Mrs. Brown and Mr. Brown hide. And the dad doesn't hide too well.
1: No, because he can see his feet behind the couch. Uh, <laughs> Who goes you, there? What are you doing here? I might ask you the yeah. same thing. Yes, I live here. Well, I insure it. And this is uh your annual security inspection. You go in your underwear and with your wife. And he pulls back the curtain and she's tapping on the windows going, yes, these windows seem okay. And- it's very Three's Company-ish.
2: But Buchanan says, it all seems plausible. It all seems tickety-boo. Once again, English phrase, no fucking clue what that means. Okay, I guess, tickety-boo.
1: I'm not sure. But uh, he sees them out, and then he checks to see if the book is still there. And he says, thank Larry it's there. Okay, I did not catch that. But Yeah, that's another English thing, I guess. But he's been collecting
2: but, the, the clues. They're not letters, though. What are they?
1: No, they are musical notes. And he has to
2: play them at the fair. Yes. And the Browns, all of them, are now at the police station. And the lady says, it's an interesting story, but all it proves is he keeps his old costumes.
1: Bring yeah, me some Nothing evidence. I can do. Yeah. Yes. What and then they do? say, and then and then the cop says, see that guy over there? We just arrested him for mulberry." mulberry. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: it's exposing yourself to a blind person. <laughs> but at least we can tell Paddington, we know who did it. But in all the rush, what did they miss?
1: Oh, they missed visiting hours. And he's sitting there waiting and then lying in bed, crying as he's looking at the picture of his family. And this part was kind of weird.
2: Yeah, the lights go off. I thought, yeah.
1: I thought this was re- real. Like this was part of Knuckles' escape plan. <laughs> to grow...
2: A jungle from Paddington's Tears. <laughs> yes. But the lights go off, and he, he's in his bed having a sad jerk, and mm-hmm. he's got pictures of the Browns on his nightside stand, and his image disappears from the picture, a la Back to the Future 2. Yes. And his tear drops. Back to the Future 1. You are correct. And it causes all the plants to grow in his cell, and what, what, what kind of DNA does this bear have? You're <laughs> <laughs> Right. But he gets off the bed, and he looks around in wonder at the lush forest he is now in. And he hears Lucy, and he runs to her, and she says, I thought you'd be home. I don't have one anymore. I'm in prison. Even the Browns think I'm guilty. And Knuckles is calling in, calling to Paddington again through the, the
1: pipes. Tonight's the night. We go at midnight, now or never, in yeah. or not. <clears throat> yeah. But and he, then he says, I'm in. And then we see a cutaway of a prison. This is very Wes Anderson. And all of their cells are right next to each other. And at the same time, they get out of bed and go through a little trap door in their prison floor. Right. And they go down a big slide, like a big giant playground slide, into the laundry room, climb a ladder into the clock tower. Uh, Paddington goes up the gears like Charlie Chaplin
2: Yep, yeah, that's exactly right, in modern times.
1: Yes, and then they're in the mess hall, but Paddington has to grab some marmalade sandwiches first. Go up on the roof, and Miss um, Tessmacher is there <laughs> with the hot air balloon.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah they've made a, a makeshift hot air balloon, and one of the prisoners yes. sees them flying away. He says, good luck, little bear. It, yes. Is he talking about Paddington? Yes. <laughs>
1: Yes, but they land at some old building and there's an airplane waiting for them.
2: Yeah, and one of them says, it's our ticket out of here. And I think it's Pang says, hmm? And then they this kind of revelation is made.
5: What do you mean? Where are we going?
3: Might as well tell him, Knox.
5: Tell me what? Aren't we going to clear my name? Sorry, kid. Change of plan. What? We're leaving the country. And you're coming with us. But you lied to me. Oh, hey, no. It wasn't like that. We were doing you a favor. If we told you the truth, you'd never have come along. And it's better this way. We are going to make marmalade together. But I don't want to, Knuckles. I want to clear my name and go home. And you said you'd help. You promised. My right,
2: kid. No condo do. And then he says, Well, take care of yourself. I guess that's what you're best at. And he walks away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's on his own and he sees a phone booth and he calls home, but he gets the answering machine. And
2: he kind of sticks out though on the street. You know, his clothes and well the fact that he's a bear.
1: He's a bear wearing pink. Well no, he's he's um he's got his overcoat and his hat. Sloppy yes, hat. he does. That's right. They they change clothes. But the line disconnects and he walks away, but then the phone rings, the, the in the phone booth. And he goes and answers and it's the Browns and they tell him about Buchanan.
2: And then Paddington says because they mentioned the whole where, where all your dreams come true, which was the message for the notepad earlier. So, and then one of the kids says something about it's from the fair, it's the Oregon.
1: Yes. And
2: head to the station. What station? Well, of course, Paddington Station. But that's miles away. How would he get there? But almost on cue, what shows up?
1: Well, it's a garbage truck. And he hops on, and we hear the guy who he was riding on the garbage truck before yell out, out of the way. This is a refuse emergency.
2: And back at their home area, the doctor's on a bullhorn warning that Paddington has escaped. And he's raised the neighborhood panic level to wild hysteria. Yes. But the Browns say he's not coming here. And the doctor says they don't want Paddington there. And this was, I thought, kind of an interesting kind of exchange.
3: of course you don't. You never have. As soon as you set eyes on that bear, you made up your mind about him. Well, Paddington's not like that. He looks for the good in all of us, and somehow he finds it. It's why he makes friends wherever he goes. And it's why Windsor Gardens is a happier place whenever he's around. He wouldn't hesitate if any of us needed help. So stand aside, Mr. Curry, because we're coming through.
4: All right,
2: you want to say it or you want me to? Go ahead. Well, how, how was Mr. Brown driving? <laughs> well. Wow. Like but that whole speech that he gives, it is a an allegory, I think, about race. Is it? Because, you know, he's a bear, so you judge him. It is. That's kind of how I read the whole thing. But the whole family kind of is, is stuck in this car. And the doctor thinks it's funny they stalled out. He says, your plan has stalled, but all of the neighbors come down, and they're mm-hmm. helping out, and they're do, they do a rolling start, and he pops the clutch. Yes. But Paddington has been dropped off at the station, and he's hiding in a bin. What is a bin?
1: Well, the garbage man puts a garbage can over him. Right. And says, just remember, you're a bin. And he's kind of moving through the, the train. This is the train station, right? Yes. Yes. A, a cop walks by and puts some trash in him. And Paddington says, thank you. And the cop turns to look and Paddington says, nothing to see here, officer. Just a bin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But
2: sure enough, uh, Buchanan is there. He has a bald cap on and he gets on the train and then Paddington jumps on the train and the Browns show up just as the train is pulling away. Well, we
1: have to catch that train.
2: Yeah. Mr. Brown Runs to catch up to it, but he just can't quite do it. And Pettingham says, don't worry, I'll handle it myself. But yeah. the son but has the an son idea. Ha-
1: the son has an idea. The family is now in the engine. And Jonathan, the son, is starting the train. The judge. This is another train, but, though. You, you didn't say this, this it's is another this train. Is, yes, this is another train. The judge is on board, and he's being an old curmudgeon, and the wife tells him to shush.
2: Right, yeah, the wife gets all bitchy and (laughs) tells him to shut up, and he keeps going, and then she just says to him, Shut the fuck up! To which he says, Yes, Gertrude.
1: Yes. But uh, our three criminals, our three escapees, are in an airplane, and they're listening to the radio, and the announcer says that the police are going to get the bear.
2: Well, it says that the convicts seem to have disappeared, except for Paddington, who has boarded a train in Bristol and is expected to be arrested shortly. And spoon i guess is one of the other ones says uh, poor little fella and should we help him how he's our friend and knuckle says no stick to the plan i do nothing for no one but you can you can tell that he's sad
1: yeah they'll lock us up and throw away the key but uh, on the but, train the bad guy
2: buchanan he buchanan, takes picks off his bald yeah. cap
1: finds the organ and he plays the keys
2: and then Paddington sees some caramel apples, which comes back to before. And he, does he tie him to his feet?
1: I believe so. He's doing the, uh, using them like, um, what's his face? Ethan, Ethan Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, this is the in third the
2: film I've seen this year where someone is on top of a train.
1: Well, the, I, I was thinking of the suction cups where he's climbing up the big building. Okay. In Dubai?
2: Yeah, that's correct. All right. But... On the other train, the brown see Paddington hanging outside the train, and the d- dad yells for him. There's no fucking way you'd be able to hear him.
1: No, no. But they need more coal. And now Paddington is using those caramel apples as, apples as suction cups on the roof. Uh, the family, the, the train catches up, the family's train catches up to Paddington's train. And the family jumps trains, except for the dad. The dad only gets one foot over there, and then he's doing yoga.
2: Yeah, and he's he's doing the whole, you know, zen thing until yes. he sees
1: a giant
2: pole coming right for his crotch. Right. And the old bag pulls him across. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Buchanan finishes the keys on the organ, and it opens up and reveals the treasure.
2: And as this is happening, Paddington opens up the, the top of the car and is peering in. There's absolutely no way Buchanan would not hear that. Just the rush of air from having that top of the train open.
1: Matt, this is this is a movie about a talking bear. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But
2: uh, he Paddington has dropped in, and now he's walking on the ceiling. And Buchanan says, "West End, here I come." But oh, then come he, yeah, then he hears Paddington. Yes, and Phoenix steps back, and the organ shuts. Hiding the treasure as Paddington takes off
1: with the popping book. Yes, because he needs the book. Buchanan needs the book because he can't remember all the keys. Wouldn't he have written that down? Why would he you even would think, brought the book? You would think, right? Because that is a pretty significant piece of evidence for him to be walking around in with. Yeah, just yeah. he
2: could have it literally on a sheet of paper that's the size of a fortune cookie fortune, uh-huh. and they would have all the, Anyway. He says, hey. come back with that book.
1: Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> don't you have a clip? Don't you have a clip here? Not yet. You don't? No. All right. No. Um.
2: No, And but Buchanan's trying to remember the note sequence. He can't get it. And the Browns are now inside the train. And Phoenix Buchanan is on top of the train, just like Paddington. and And he is awfully calm on top of that train. He sure is. And he's slowly stalking Paddington to the end of the train. And then as Buchanan is coming up on the end of the train, it opens up for some reason, and he falls in with some stuffed bears. And who is in that car? The Browns. Is it the, the, yeah, the Browns. But this time he actually remembers the old bag's name, but he's impressed with who all is there.
3: The Cavalry. An old crone, a little girl,
5: and an insurance man. What am I going to do?
3: I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do. Hmm? I'm going to bloomin' well biff you on the nose. Not a very good idea. Stage combat, level four.
4: Well, where I come from, laddie, they teach you never to bring a knife to your gunfight.
3: I think you'll find that fast plastic dance.
2: So it does. Sean Connery's mom. Is that who that is? No, but bring a knife to a gunfight.
1: Ah. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yes.
2: Short. Short. Sword looks sharp uh, and cuts a couple of stuffed animals up. And then there's an overhead shot that shows both trains are running in parallel along the tracks.
1: Yeah, and nobody is driving that train. Or is Jonathan still driving that train? Jonathan and the mom are still over there. Okay. All right. But the judge is being served some cake, and he sees Paddington, and Paddington says, Hello, Your Honor. Your hair looks lovely. And the judge passes out in the cake.
2: And Mrs. Brown calls to Paddington from the other train, and Paddington has an idea. And we go back to the car with Buchanan, the dad, the old bag, and the sister, and all of them, except for Buchanan, are chained up. And Paddington now takes out his expandable ladder that he was using for washing windows.
1: And yes, he's, and he's trying to get across to the other train.
2: Physics on this don't really work. Once again, it's no, they're talking don't.
1: bear, but no, no, they don't. But uh, the ladder stops, and the bomb wants him to jump because he's not that far away. But Buchanan comes and he retracts the ladder, also retracting Paddington back to his train.
2: And then the old bag says something about Houdini and is trying to pick the handcuffs as Buchanan is trying to break through. Oh no! I, this is this happened Wait. already.
1: Does Mister Brown do the Houdini on the old bag? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Smash runs around. Yeah, but this was actually before the whole thing because he retracts it. Blah 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 blah, and he throws Paddington into another car and locks it, and then he decouples that car. Correct. And then he changes the tracks so Paddington's car is now going
1: somewhere else other than the train that the rest of them are on. Right. In the meantime the family takes a picture of the daughter takes a picture of Buchanan with the book and then the dad takes a ball and throws it and hits him and he says bullseye. So all these little things are coming back. I thought he was going
2: to fall backwards off the train. (laughs) Oh all right. But he collapses forward because otherwise he would
1: have died. Yes. Yes. Paddington's, Paddington's car flies off the track because it comes to where the basically the track is a dead end. Uh, it goes downhill through some trees and ends up in the water.
2: And Mrs. Brown tells uh, J-Dog to stop the steam train and Paddington's train is sinking and he's swimming in it as it's turning over and the car is flooding. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Brown does a dive off the bridge into the water. And she gets down to the train and she's trying to release Paddington. But small problem. Buchanan locked the door. Yes. And Paddington is out of oxygen and he starts the death throws and he reaches his paw out to Mrs. Brown and he's got the last two bubbles that come out of his nose. And I I started to tear up. (laughs) Did you? that bear's not a criminal. He's your father.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: But a plane is heard.
1: Uh-huh. And it is not the we, other criminals. Yeah. We hear, let's go lads. And the, the, yeah, our three prison escapees come down, break the chain on the door and they all emerge to, at the surface.
2: Yeah. That was bullshit. By the way, I'm sorry that four people cannot pull pull apart like a steel chain. That's bullshit.
1: Movie <laughs> we'll about a talking bear, Matt. Uh, next day paddington's in bed uh buchanan has been arrested and he's been asleep for three days and he says oh no i've missed aunt lucy's birthday
2: and he didn't send her anything he was he didn't seem to understand and actually the other person the dad i think says doesn't seem to understand how big of a thing this was it's, it's all right and is is this the
1: part doug what's the what's how how is this clip labeled Uh,
2: i have it labeled as part that made doug cry
5: (laughs) yep aunt lucy did so much for me when i was a cub without her i'd never have come to london and i suppose all i ever really wanted was to make her proud but now she's going to wake up on her birthday with no present and think i've let her down completely
4: oh you great goose she won't think that at all
5: won't she Come with us. Here he is! What are you all doing here? We wanted to say thank you.
4: Thank you?
0: For everything you've done for us.
3: If it wasn't for you, we'd never have met You'd help me pass my exam. I would be permanently locked out of my house. (laughs) I'd say you've rather a lot to be proud of. (laughs) And when we heard that the police wanted the popping book for evidence, we thought we'd find Aunt Lucy another
4: present.
3: So we all clubbed together. I pulled in a few favours from my old
5: Air Force chums. And we think she's going to love it. But what is it? You wanted to get that book so Aunt Lucy could see London, didn't you? It was always her dream. Well, we thought, why look at London in a book when she could see the real thing?
0: Why did not you go and answer that?
2: For Doug, the movie ended right there.
1: I need a moment. (laughs) No, man, when I watched it, I did. I got choked up. I didn't cry. And then when I was recording the clip, I got choked up again. So, no, I watched the
2: the post credit.
1: (laughs) I know. I went back and watched that stuff, actually.
2: So I wasn't making Um, it up. It was actually there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was.
2: But yeah, scrapbook credits. Over the birthday party, touring London, three criminals were pardoned.
1: Yes. Knuckles is to open a tea room. Mom swims the English Channel. Judy's newspaper is taking off. Jonathan makes trains cool again. Dad gets promoted.
2: Yeah. Phoenix, uh, Buchanan lost all of his promotions. And there's a clip at the end where the, the same judge that sentenced Paddington earlier is sentencing Phoenix, not Brown, but Buchanan.
4: Phoenix
3: Buchanan, you have proved yourself to be a heinous criminal (gasps) and a disgrace to the noble profession of acting. (gasps) I sentence you to ten years, and I suggest that you use your time behind bars wisely. I shall...
2: Really reminded me of that. <laughs> Kate Capshaw was in this movie, huh? The prison is yeah. kind of weird. The, the uniforms are still pink, but he brings down the house with his show and he says, he didn't need the West End, just a captive audience. And then yes. there's a- pin- by, the,
1: by the way, this is, this is Hugh Grant's favorite movie that he ever did.
2: Pinhole wiped see the that. end. Yeah. yeah. Movies over my week. Uh-huh. I will go first. I had high expectations going in. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's a great film. I don't think it is as great as it is lauded as being. I don't think it is the best film of the last 15 years, but I still enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I thought that there was a decision they could have made that would have made the movie a ton better. Which and is what? They should have let him die. <laughs> if they let him die in the train, holy fuck! Is it just the waterworks would have come out? Yeah, obviously I think, they I, think
1: I think I think they're trying to make a third one. A
2: third one's in production right now. Oh, okay. Paddington in Peru. Yeah. So uh, over to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of already staked my claim on how I felt about it. It was good. It was. It was. Like I said, very West Anderson-ish. I like most West Anderson West Anderson movies, not all of them, but most of them. So yeah, it was fun. it was it was it was a sweet good family film.
2: Do, do you want to apologize now?
1: I still don't think it was a good film to pick for the podcast
2: I, 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 I disagree.
1: Okay. Uh, did Jen watch this? Yes. And
2: now it's time for Jen's two-second movie review.
1: I really liked it.
2: That was Jen's two-second movie review. Jen! Okay, so moving on. uh, That was the last movie of season 10. I did send you a list of all of the movies, your movies, my movies, and the other podcasts that were done for season 10. Do you have that list? I do. Okay, so I want you to say, of your movies, which was your favorite movie?
1: Mm, Breaker Morant. Okay. Same with me. Okay.
2: Of my movies, which was your favorite movie? Um, Remo Williams. All right. So I would say The Mosquito Coast. Okay. And of those, of all the movies, which was your biggest disappointment?
1: Um hmm. The postman always rings twice. Really?
2: Yeah. Okay. For me it was Pee Wee. Okay. And what was your biggest surprise? My biggest surprise? Yeah. It was not what you expected it to
1: be. Oh, Valley Girl.
5: Okay.
2: I think for me, it probably was probably Remo Williams. All right. So, moving on to so I can
1: delete. I can, I can delete this email. Yes. Okay. You
2: should not need that again.
1: Watcha. your what's Watcha
0: watching?
2: My week. I will go first. Uh Big Brother. Finished What We Do in the Shadows. Um, kind of bullshit the way they ended it because it basically meant the last 10 episodes meant nothing. Which means nothing if you don't watch the show. But um, up to no. date and a winning time. Uh, finished Special Ops. Linus. Mm-hmm. It was all right. It's not nearly as good as they say it is. They say it's like the best show streaming right now. It is not. No. Um, it was enjoyable. There's no reason for a second season. I hope there is not one. I finished Lauder Milk. That show yeah. I'm very conflicted about. Why is that? It it because it is it's very funny at times. But then there's the stuff with the dad. Oh yeah. But then there's the other stuff with the dad. And and then there's also the whole idea of the recovery part. And There is one part where the main female is out on a date with a guy and she's sharing what her past is. Mm -hmm. And I think his reaction to her is very legitimate that I don't, and I'm not a, I'm not a perfect person. I have a past. I have things if I was starting to date someone, but I, I don't know if I could date someone that was a meth head, that was a stripper, that was all these things.
1: Right. I agree.
2: Uh, the thing I, I don't like about the show is it left some stuff out there that they never did anything with. Like Laudermilk sleeping with the girl's mom. Okay. That never paid any dividends. It never bore any fruit. All right. Uh, up to date on a show called Shelter. Jen loves it. I think it's okay. Um, almost done with the first episode, first, excuse me, first season of Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah,
1: I am liking that. Yeah, have you gotten into it's, season two yet? I, I'm almost done with the first episode. Um, I mean, they're they're cleaning stuff up from from episode ten. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to clean up. I watched one of the two possibilities
2: for my next film just to All make right. sure that it was okay, and then Ahsoka.
1: Okay. Well, let's lead, lead with Ahsoka. What do you think?
2: I thought the the special effects at the end were fucking unbelievably terrible.
1: Which special effects? Which ones? Anakin. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that was I just,
2: I worse than Rogue One.
1: I don't understand why it's so bad because just, I mean, you go to YouTube and look at the de-aging that people have done of Obi-Wan and Anakin in Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm compared to what Disney did I, I I don't get it it was the first episode I, I, I really liked though I really like Balin and it's it's I'm gonna be very upset if he doesn't die at the end of the season because he's what dead. an amazing character, right well, they- what an amazing character he is and his his fighting style and just how powerful of an actor he is and I think that that sh- the shin chick might be his daughter. Okay, And I think that he's one of those tragic Jedis that actually lost a Padawan. Most Padawans lost their master. I think the opposite is true, that he lost his Padawan during Order 66. Okay. Which makes his story more interesting.
2: I I, I think that, you know when you watch a baseball film or you watch a TV show where it has like a baseball sequence in it? Mm Mm-hmm. And you see people and they're holding the bat wrong and they're, they're pitching and their form is all bad. Okay. That that's the feeling I got with Ahsoka with how she's fighting with her lightsaber.
1: Because oh, see, she, I don't see that. Cause I, she's I see holding her,
2: her lightsaber, like an ax handle.
1: She changes though. She changes the way that she holds her lightsaber. And I don't understand
2: why she didn't use both when she was fighting with Balin
1: yeah that's a good that's a good question because he he swings his lightsaber like a broad like a giant broadsword. yeah i mean he is just brute strength and it was fucking awesome
2: and And i I thought the the character choice was a little bit weird with uh sabine
1: oh how she how she kind of fell to the dark side a little bit
2: right and then of course there's the uh the Holdo maneuver at the end. Yeah. Which anything that brings up Last Jedi is
1: going to have some baggage with
2: me, so. Okay.
1: <laughs> all right. But yeah, I, I as soon as she woke up, I go, oh, she's in the world between worlds, which I did not like that storyline in Rebels. It was just kind of, just leave the Force a little bit mysterious. You don't have to have all of these portals and stuff like that it it, it did not care for it okay uh let's see i yeah where i am actually no i started the second episode of second season of mayor of kingstown ahsoka uh, i watched the show a a documentary on hbl hbo called bs high about this fake school i've seen it i've seen
2: that it's there i haven't watched it yet though
1: it's good it's this guy is just a complete fucking shit bag, just a shit bag. Worse than the guy from Balco worse. He's worse than Urban Meyer. He is just the biggest horse's ass that you'd ever want to meet. Uh, and then I watched the first and second episode of the Pacific on HBO. Damn, man, that's it, I know where you stand with the Pacific and HBO. I just feel like the stakes are so much higher. Mm-hmm. When I watch that, so it, it,
2: it's funny that you bring up Urban Meyer because earlier online, I was reading this thread about Ohio State football and Ryan Day, who's their current coach, and okay. all these people are like, it, "It's it's a tragedy that Urban Meyer is not still their coach." And you guys don't care about the shit that happens; you only care about the wins. That's the only thing that matters to you at all. You don't care about the the people that are getting you the wins at all for good or for bad. Yeah. Uh, and I did forget. I, I watched almost all a cliffhanger. I had like, I have like 15 minutes left. I was watching that right before oh. the podcast.
1: Okay. We, we got into the boy and I started watching Armageddon last night mm-hmm. and we got right to where they ask for their demands. We don't want to pay taxes ever again. So
2: in about 10 minutes, they're going to pause it and say, this is the point where, where Matt, Cries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will mention that. <laughs> I will. And then, um, I normally don't watch college football, but I got, I got sucked into Colorado, Nebraska, the whole Deion Sanders thing. I just want Colorado
2: to get blown out by somebody.
1: No, I, don't, I, this, it's, it's a great, it's, it's not the greatest story in college football. It's the greatest story in sports right now. It's just amazing. I mean, they destroyed Nebraska. It's Nebraska.
2: Yeah, Nebraska not a good team.
1: Still, still, they're a rivalry. I, it's, I'm rooting for them. This is this is a great story, and it's uh, and I enjoy listening to people talking about it on sports radio, and on podcasts during the week. So,
2: uh, that's it. Okay, so ready to move on out I am. of season ten and into yeah. season eleven. Uh huh. Okay, well.
3: Uh-huh. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. Three degrees for next week's movie, and I think I like it.
1: So, this is my season of actors—big-time 1980s actors that we have not done a movie of theirs yet. And you texted me earlier in the week, and you said I was thinking about your season, and I couldn't think of anybody. Really?
2: You gave me like a list of like
1: eight. Yeah. <laughs> Just off the top of my head as I'm driving through downtown Oconomowoc and doing voice to text. Bloop, 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 bloop. All right. Here we go. Brendan Gleeson plays Knuckles McGinty in this week's movie. He plays Reynold de Chatelian in 2005's Kingdom of Heaven. Liam Neeson plays Godfrey de Ibelin in that film. Neeson plays Churchill in this 1984 film based on a true story.
2: All right, this isn't fair because I know, but I wouldn't know. Yes, It's it's the bounty.
1: It is the bounty.
2: So another two-hour-plus movie.
1: Two hours and six minutes, yet at least half of that movie has boobs in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, actually, if you look, there's there's two versions that are available. There's a two-hour and six-minute, and there's a two-hour and 11-minute version. Both of us are
1: available to us. They are both available to us. Yeah. So just tell me which one you watch. What's the difference? I I would say, well, I would say let's go with the longer one. Okay. It's, it's
2: lower resolution, but.
1: Oh, it is? Then fuck it. Let's go with the, let's go with the two hour and six minute one. Okay. Life's too short to watch shit in, in lower resolution. Oh, I forgot to talk about, I think this was last week when the boy and I had watched Justice League, Mm -hmm. the, the Schneider cut. That movie's in three, four. Or
2: four three. three. Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. We put it on and I go, cause I originally had watched it on my iPad the first time I watched it. And then I put it on the TV and I go, I, can't, what, what is going on with HBO? What I can't watch a movie in four He goes, dad, I really want to watch it. So I looked it up. I go, why, you know, why is Justice League and the first thing comes up in four three auto, auto fills. It's because Schneider thought that it was going to go to IMAX. I don't know why that would make a difference in 4-3, but that's how he shot it. Okay. So we watched it in 4-3. You kind of get over it and don't realize that you're watching it in 4-3, but
2: So yeah. it, you should have mentioned who your actor was. that's the first one we've done for them.
1: Oh, Anthony Hopkins.
2: Because it has Mel Gibson, it has Liam Neeson, yes. it has a couple others, I think, that have popped up on other, I mean, this is probably the fourth Liam Neeson film we've done.
1: Crawl, uh, Phantom Menace. Next to Kin. Next to Kin. Hmm. 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 Er, I don't know. <laughs> that might be
2: it. All right. But, okay, before you take us on home, uh, last thing, yeah. I just want to kind of give you a heads up of how my season is going to work. Okay. My, this is my season of Bangers. Bangers. They're all movies I like. They're all movies that are big in one way or another, either culturally significant or box office wise. Okay. Um, I saw almost all of them in the theater, but okay. each week is a is a pair. And that means there is a theme for each week. It might be a genre. It might be a director. It might be an actor, but there's a theme for each of the movies once. So I will ask you a series of questions. You will answer the Uh questions. And based Uh on that, pick one. Once get to the result, I will tell you what it is. And then assuming you don't veto it, that will be our movie. And I will tell you the other one. However, Uh you will end up vetoing something because some of these you have not seen that are films that have cultural significance. And after that, I will actually reveal the one we are not doing first after you vetoed one,
4: so.
1: Okay, is is Sophie's Choice gonna be one that I veto?
2: No, it is not on the list, no. Okay. Sad jerk films, that's my theme for that week.
1: (laughs) All right, okay. All right, so yeah, the bounty. Where is it available? Tubi. Tubi, yeah, it's
2: for free on do Tubi. They, has you have to they, watch it with ads, but yes, do they,
1: they do. show boobies on Tubi? Yes, they do. Okay, but there's just uh, it's, 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 four commercial blocks every hour. It's they're like National Geographic boobs, most of them. Yeah, they're just there. It's not like they're just walking around, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, some of them are nice boobs, but for the most part, it's it's like. Pee-wee jerking off to National Geographic and Porky's. Okay. Two. Porky's or Porky's 2?
2: Uh, yeah, it's Porky's 2 because after he loses her, his virginity to Wendy, at the beginning of Porky's 2 the next day, he does not have a boner, which he's worried about. So he gets out to National Geographic, which gives it ah. to him.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, thanks everybody for uh, hanging out with us for a couple hours talking about a talking bear. You want to reach out to the show, Rewind at yahoo.com. Uh, rate and review where you get your podcast. Give us five stars. Tell us how we're doing. Uh, we would appreciate that. Any feedback is appreciated. Tell a friend, you know, we, we know that these two and a half to three hours, are, are as time that you will never get back. We do the best that we can. It may not be awesome, but we're putting in the effort folks. Uh, and again, most people that,
5: Oh shit. I totally podcast, forgot something. I totally forgot what?
1: something.
2: So new season, uh, new, new tag. Uh, I have the three runners up that did not make it for, you know what I'm talking about? No. The thing at the very end of the podcast Oh, yeah. Any guesses as to what they were? One of them was from last week.
1: No, no clue. Okay.
2: That, that's this is um, these are the three that did not make it that were potentially going to be the, the tag at the end of the podcast. Here's oh, the, okay. Here's the first one. <coughs> that's What's from the, that? The postman always rings twice when he pushes Jessica Lang down. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, the next one is almost identical. It's actually from Near Dark. <laughs> And then the last one is from last week's podcast. And if I had been able to get it clean, I would have done it, but I couldn't. So it's this. But he has... You have a gong there? <laughs> oh. Yeah. There you go. But you will definitely recognize it. So when okay. you, you well, hear here, next you, week.
1: You, you want to record this? Here. Silence.
2: Okay. Actually, do it one more time.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so we will see. They make sound effects on their podcast.
2: <laughs> it's been a long time since so my mom showed up on the podcast. So. Yes,
1: it is. I uh, join us next week for the bounty. Mel Gibson, Anthony Hopkins, Liam Neeson, probably some other dudes that have been in other movies. Maybe not. I don't know. I bet there's a guy. I I'm willing to bet that somebody from somebody else from Krull was in this film besides Liam Neeson.
2: Yeah, and also probably from one of the other Mel Gibson films because he looks really young in this, so
1: he is really young in this. It's, well, 84. A great, it's a great film. I've in fact I've watched it recently within the last two years, I want to say. It's really good. Be a lot of good clips from it. So Mr Christian. And I think I think there's I think there's some Bugs Bunny. Um Mr. Christian and Captain Bly clips floating around out there okay so but i do this i mean this is based on a book which is based on a true story i i, I want to say that this is the third version of this film that was made i do know that there's one with marlon brando yeah
2: i know it's been made at least there was like a 1940s version i think and then a 1960s yeah, I version. i think
1: so. I, edward g robinson might be captain bligh i don't know
2: yeah yeah bring me mr christian yeah So we'll see you next week for The Bounty. All right. Good night, everybody.